Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
I don't normally do this when we start a new book, but I have to. Do you remember what happened? I actually don't, um, because it's been like a fucking week since we've been talking about Samuel anything. Other it's than wrap-ups and shit like that, but right. you know, yeah. Well, we're about to start Second Samuel, which is a new book. Right. But it's a continuation of First Samuel, and so... Um, I will tell you what happened at the end of 1 Samuel was that Saul and his sons died. This is like a recap of the new season, right? When we start a new show. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Right. Like previously on. Right. Um, so Saul and his sons were killed by the Philistines. Right. And the Philistines hung their bodies up. Yeah. And the Philistines were, or I'm sorry, um, the... Uh, Israelites. Israelites, thank you. I was like, what are those guys called again? <laughs> the Israelites were like, oh, no, you didn't. And so then they came in and took their bodies down, and they they burned the bodies and buried them under a tamarisk tree or some shit like that. Sure, sure. Whatever. Yeah. And then they fasted for seven days. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah. So I think we're, like, in the middle of wars and stuff. Okay. So... Um, well, we got to find out what David's going to do now right, and stuff, right? right. It's like, now now it's on David, yeah. right? I'm assuming. It is. Because Saul's gone. Saul's gone. So, like, it's all David now. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So, uh, let's go ahead and uh, get this shit started, huh? Yeah. Second Samuel, chapter one. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Second Samuel, chapter one. Okay. David learns of Saul's death. Okay. You ready for that? I'm ready. I'm ready. After the death of Saul, David returned from his victory over the Amalekites and spent two days in Ziklag. On the third day, a man arrived from Saul's army camp. He had torn his clothes and put dirt on his head <laughs> to show that he was mourning. They always do that. That's I know. So funny. Could you imagine if we still went around doing that? Like, today? apparently that's just a thing. If you go over and announce somebody's death to somebody else, you have to tear your clothes and, and, and rub dirt all over yourself. And pull your hair. And, and pull your hair, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, he fell to the ground before David in deep respect. Okay. He fell to the ground. Yeah. Oops. Even though he was in the army that was chasing David multiple times mm-hmm. to kill him. Mm-hmm. Okay, just, yeah. throw, just pointing that out there. Where have you come from, David asked. I escaped from the Israelite camp, the man replied. What happened, David demanded. Tell me how the battle went. The man replied, Hartentimer Iron... What's that come again? West Side Story, what? Or yeah. <laughs> Our entire army fled from the battle. Many of the men are dead. And Saul and his son Jonathan are also dead. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, that is his friend, so. How do you know Saul and Jonathan are dead? David demanded of the young man. Because I was there. The man answered, I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and there was Saul leaning on a spear with the enemy chariots and charioteers closing in on him. Yep, that would, uh, that would That'd do, do it, it for right me. there, yeah. When he turned and saw me, he cried out for me to come help him. What? He's on his spear. Yeah, he's... Wait, I wait, thought he wait, was, wait, wait, wait. That doesn't... Hold wait. on. He was leaning on his spear with the guys chasing him. Oh. He wasn't on his spear. He was leaning on his spear. Okay. He's just standing there. Like, all, right, all right. Hey, hey, there's some people back there chasing me. I'm just leaning here on my spear. <laughs> Need some help here. Yeah. When he turned and saw me, he cried out for me to come to him. How can I help? I asked him. Yeah. He responded, who are you? 
because that's important. Right, right. I know that when I am about to die and somebody's offering to save me, I need to know who they are first. Because it matters, right? You're going to yeah. definitely be like, oh, never mind. I need George. Yeah, yeah. Instead you of you. suck. Even though you want to help me, I don't like you. Yeah. I don't think that's how that works. I mean, yeah. You don't know who he is already, so what does it fucking matter if you know who exactly. he is? Exactly. I am an Amalekite, I told him. Oh, he doesn't even know what side he's on. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, he could be on the bad guy's <laughs> side, and he's calling him over like, hey, hey, come here. Help, help. <laughs> like, that doesn't seem like a good move. No, okay. it doesn't. Then he begged me, come over here and put me out of my misery, for I am in terrible pain and want to die. Didn't he ask that of his mm-hmm. uh, sword bearer? Yeah. Or something? This is more of the two different stories combined okay. into one. He's, yeah. Or did he have like a failed suicide attempt and he's like no. partly on his spear? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just what I'm imagining. So, so I killed him, the Amalekite. Wait, wait, what? Told that's David. not how it happened? For I knew he couldn't live. But that's not what they said. I know. I told you. I just literally told you. We're in our first fucking like paragraph and they've mm-hmm. already got a contradiction again. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Well, there's the first contradiction for our contradictions thing. <laughs> um, I had already come across this one, so uh, I knew it was coming. Okay. Yeah, so either his arms bearer or some fucking random Amalekite killed him. Uh, well, no, his arms bearer didn't kill him. He killed himself in the last one. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. His arms bearer then killed himself, too. You're right, you're right. But then this guy now apparently killed him. So either he committed suicide or a random Amalekite Somehow killed him. he's dead. Yeah. For I knew he couldn't live, the Amalekite continued. I mean, one way or the other, yeah. Yeah. Then I took his crown and his armband, and I brought them here to you, my lord. Oh. So. Okay. Either he killed him and took his shit, or he found him dead and took his shit. Right, right. David and his men tore their clothes in sorrow (laughs) when they heard the news. Man, I ain't got enough clothes to be ripping shit up. Like, I have maybe, like, four t-shirts that I rotate. You know, if I was their wife that was, like, making this stuff for them, because that's probably what was happening, mm-hmm. I'd be like, motherfuckers, stop tearing your goddamn clothes. I'm sorry you're sad, but this right? is not how I we do, do stuff. I do not need to be making you guys new shirts every week. No. People die all the time, guys. Jesus. It's true. It's true. Well, as I was saying, I have, like, four t-shirts that I rotate between. Right. And if I tore one every time I got super upset. Yeah. I would, I would be naked. I would have no fucking clothes because I can't afford to be buying clothes all the fucking time. Right, right. They mourned and wept and fasted all day for Saul and his son Jonathan and for the Lord's army and the nation of Israel because they had died by the sword that day. Yeah. That very day. Mm-hmm. Then David said to the young man who had brought the news, where are you from? And he replied, I'm a foreigner and a Malachite who lives in your land. Why were you not afraid to kill the Lord's? anointed one david asked yeah then david said to one of his men kill him whoa (laughs) wait david said david said to one of his men yeah so david wants him dead david wants the amalekite dead what the fuck with that that amalekite just came to him and was like hey god presented him the crown and everything and now he wants him dead kill kill this motherfucker that escalated fucking quickly Mm -hmm. what the hell so the man thrust his sword into the amalekite oh shit him what in the hell? You have condemned yourself, David said, for you yourself confessed that you killed the Lord's anointed one. What the fuck? He asked me to, you assholes, and in Jesus the other Christ. story, he killed himself anyway. I literally came to you and told you right? what I did because he asked me to, and in crown, here, I could have just run off with your fucking crown, you jackass. Right? 
The fuck, man? David's an asshole. Yeah, he is. But we had already come to that conclusion, even though I don't think we were supposed to think that. Right. We do think that. We do think that, because, look, obviously, he's a obviously. fucking asshole. Yep. Okay, next section. Oh, Ready? yeah. David's lament over Saul and Jonathan. You need to be fucking lamenting the Malachite that just came to you. Right. He came to you with... In, in, in good faith. Right. Yep. Then David composed a funeral song... Oh, no, not a no, song. Why? For Saul and Jonathan. Mm. And he commanded that it be taught to the people of Judah. Okay. It is known as the Song of the Bow. The and Song it, of the Bow. As opposed to the Face of Bow. That's a deep, <laughs> That's a, yeah, that, a deep no cut. No one's going to know that one. Not, not many people are going to know that it's one. It's from Doctor Who and uh, yeah. um, Captain Jack. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Come on. I know where it's from. Does but anybody do else? Come on. Come on, I, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Come on, guys. Face a bow. Right. You, you know it. Yeah. You know it. You sure. love it. Okay. So the the song of the bow. Okay. And it is recorded in Your Pride and Joy. Oh, Israel lies dead on the hills. Oh, how the mighty heroes have fallen. Are you singing the song here? Is I, this the song? I, I think it's the song, but it is was that like, it? it's recorded in... And then it just, the next verse is the song itself, <laughs> instead of where it's recorded in. Maybe, maybe they forgot, maybe they got tired and I they forgot to write stuff down. I don't know where it's recorded It's recorded in. somewhere. It's probably recorded over in that little area over there in the Middle East. In that area. And yeah, that one area where all the that shit That tree. Happens. That rock. Yes. That you, one. You know, the, the song tree. The song tree. <laughs> <laughs> Your pride and joy, O Israel, lies dead on the hills. Oh, have the mighty heroes have fallen. Yeah. That's where that phrase comes from. Oh, have the, oh how the mighty have fallen. I guess. I didn't know maybe. that came from there. Okay. Look at you, Bible quoting. Yeah. Don't announce the news in Gath. Don't proclaim it in the streets of Ashkelon. Don't announce it if you're an Amalekite. <laughs> <laughs> or the daughters of the Philistines will rejoice and the pagans will laugh in triumph. <laughs> oh, mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain upon you, nor fruitful fields producing offerings of grain. Okay. For there the shield of the mighty heroes was defiled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the shield of Saul will no longer be anointed with oil. Nope. That guy who wanted to kill me is finally dead, and I am sad. I know, sad. like, well, I don't understand why he, he's so upset. I'd, I'd be like, don't have to worry about that fucker anymore. I mean, sad for you, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, moving along. I, I don't see why he's not, like, sad about Jonathan. Right. That would be the one that I would like, think he would be sad about. Is, but Saul, I'd be like, my intimate dude, he friend. threw spears at everybody. I'm like, whatever. He's kind of cray. Yeah. The bow of Jonathan was powerful, and the sword of Saul did its mighty work. They shed the blood of their enemies and pierced the bodies of mighty heroes. Yeah. They Saul killed his thousands and I killed my tens of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not that's not right, part yeah, of this song. Yeah. That's a different right, different yeah, quote. I got gotcha. you. How beloved and gracious were Saul and Jonathan. I don't know. I, I didn't how, think how, Saul was very beloved and gracious actually. I thought he was not He's kind gracious. Of a dick. Yeah. Jonathan and, was gracious. Right. Saul tried to kill fucking... Everybody? Everybody. He was a bastard. Yeah. They, somebody needed to take his fucking spear away. Mm-hmm. Do a background check first. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a licensed uh, weapon, and you are not allowed to right? have one. Yeah. 
They, you've, shown, you've shown signs of mental um, distress and instability, yeah. so yeah, yeah, you aren't going to be allowed to own a spear. It's true. Yeah. It's true. They were together in life and in death, Jonathan and Saul. Yeah. They were together in life and death. Okay. They were swifter than eagles, stronger than lions. I don't think that's true. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, women of Israel, weep for Saul, for he dressed you in luxurious scarlet clothing, <laughs> in garments decorated with gold. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm going to miss them gold garments mm-hmm. and shit. Oh, how the mighty heroes have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies dead on the hills. Yeah. How I weep for you, my brother Jonathan. That I believe. Okay, that I believe. That I believe. Yeah. Oh, how much I loved you. See? Yeah. They were intimate. Was, yeah. Bosom buddies. Yeah. And your love for me was deep, deeper than the love of women. Wow. Told you. I told so you. So much deeper. I told you. <laughs> he plunged his love right deep into him. <laughs> Oh, how the mighty heroes have fallen. Stripped of their weapons, they lie dead. The end. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, started off with a song. A murder and a song. Yeah. I okay. still am very pissed off that he killed the Amalekite. Me too. I don't, I don't really that fucking understand. That was not understand. justified. That was bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, and, Kill them. and honestly, their songs suck. Their songs suck, but keep in mind they were written in another language. I don't. I just want to hate. I just want to hate on their songs. They were written in Hebrew, translated to Greek, translated to Latin, just translated to English. Just let me hate on the Bible song because they suck. Okay. Whatever, dude. They suck now. They, they suck in today's language. So they, they suck. suck in today's language, but I don't know that they suck altogether. Well, we can't judge that, can we? No, that's what I'm saying. We can't judge that. All right, but I can judge it now, and now I say it sucks. Oh my god! <laughs> You're an idiot. All right. Well, that was it for uh, Samuel or Second Samuel, chapter, chapter one. one. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow we'll be back with Second Samuel, chapter two. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? It started off with a contradiction. <laughs> it did it did and then the fucking david the dickhead mm-hmm. he fucking killed the dude that came to tell him that saul was dead yeah and i'm was... like dude saul was throwing spears at your fucking ass and this guy came to tell you he's dead with his crown didn't run away with it yeah and you killed him you're a fuckhead he's a fuckhead so yeah um this amalekite came up and told david that saul and his son um jonathan are dead yeah and that he's the one that killed him out of Saul begging him to to put him out of his misery or whatever. Yeah. Even though in just the chapter prior, which would have been the previous book, yeah. First Samuel, right? Um, it was said that he killed um, himself. That Saul begged his arms bearer to kill him, and his arms bearer was like, "Fuck nah." So then he killed himself, and then his arms bearer killed himself. So, I didn't. I didn't think he begged his. I thought he was just going to kill himself. I didn't think he begged. No, him to, he begged. He begged his arms bearer, please kill me to put me out of my misery before these guys get me. Mm. And that's why I had it in my head that he did. And you reminded me. Oh, okay. No, okay. no, no, no. He didn't. He killed himself. Got it. So either he killed himself or this Amalekite killed him. Right. And then the Amalekite ran off with the crown and sword or whatever spear, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Came to David like you said and was like, "Here, guy." And David's like, "Thanks, bye," and killed him. <laughs> And then everybody sang a song. It yeah. was a horrible song. It really was, yeah. And that's where we're at. Okay. So that was Second uh, Samuel chapter 1. Yes. And today we're getting into Second Samuel chapter 2. All right, let's go do this shit. Let's do it.
Okay, two Sam two. Two Sam two. Two Sam two. <laughs> Second Samuel chapter two. Okay. <laughs> I just really wanted to say two I, Sam two. I guess so. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how I I wrote it on my on my paper. Oh, okay. To track okay. it. You yeah. Know, two Sam two. Two Sam two. Got yeah. it. Okay, this is called David made king over Judah. Who's already the For like king. the fifth time? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's getting boring. Yeah. Like, really? You're being king again? Okay. Okay, Whatever. I just got to take a second. Just for real this time, guys? Right. I just got to take a second, though, um, to throw out a reminder that um, we have started our sacrilegious book club. Yeah. And um, we are reading up through, I think, page 32. And. Um, it's Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Yeah. And So if you haven't got your copy yet, get it. Right. But the reason I'm throwing that plug in right now, A, we're going over that this Sunday. Right. Okay? Yeah. Okay. B, particularly why I wanted to mention it right now is because he's saying um, this, is, this is about Judah. And so even though it's just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned a little bit about, about Judah, in there. Judah versus Israel. Okay. And so the lands, not the people. Right. So right. I just, that it reminded me, oh yeah, I need to shout out the book club. Got so it. So get yeah. it for this Sunday, you guys. Yeah, get it for this Sunday. Yeah. Read along. Okay. Read. Sorry. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Almost Sam, Sam, two Sam two. Two Sam two. Okay. After this, you know, the song. Yeah, the song. Right. David asked the Lord, should I move back to one of the towns of Judah? Sure. Why not, dude? Yes, the Lord replied. <laughs> Indeed. Then David asked, which town should I go to? I don't throw a fucking dart. To Hebron, the Lord answered. There you go. That's where it landed. Was it a 20... Uh, uh, how do you say it when it's a 20-sided die? It's 20... It's a 20-sided die. Yeah, but how do you write it? Like 20D? 2D... Tw- no, no, wait, 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 wait. 20D... Oh, shit. Come on, Dungeons and Dragons. 1D20. 1D20, because it's one... One die, 20, 20 sided. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Got it. So, 1D20. Yeah, 1D20. Okay. And then he got Hebron. Hebron. Go to okay. Hebron. Sorry, that was a, like a lot of dorkiness to even get to the nerdiness. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> David's two wives were Ahinoam from Jezreel. Okay. Remember the one that... Yeah. The he one just, that we don't, they just threw on there? Yeah. They, he, as an afterthought. And he was probably already married to her when right. he hit up, and Abigail. Right, and Abigail. We know who Abigail is. The widow of Nabal from Carmel. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. The she, rich one. She gets a... She got, yeah. A real definition right. for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's beautiful and smart but and rich. She's not the and, last. Nope, nope, nope. So David and his wives, plural, yeah. and his men and their families all moved to Judah. And okay. they settled in the villages near Hebron. Okay. okay. Yeah. Then the men of Judah came to David and anointed him king over the people of Judah. Okay. Okay. Then when David heard that the men of Jabesh Gilead had buried Saul, he sent them this message. He didn't even go to visit the, he didn't go for like the burial? I guess they didn't. I guess he wasn't that close, huh? Well, because um, Saul was buried in Israel. Right. And he's now the king of Judah. Okay. And even though there... But I thought this was the beginning of the, like, combined kings or whatever. No, this is the beginning of separate kingdoms. Oh. And it matters. Okay. So, um, the split is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger between... But that's not... 
discussed in the Bible necessarily. No, no, not. I mean, you have to already know outside. Like when I did the Q and A's, and right. we were like, oh. So the split is getting bigger. So like they kept going back and forth saying King of Israel, King of Judah, King of Israel, King of Judah. And they would mention these towns and yeah. like in Judah. And we're like, who fucking cares? It's all the same. Right. It's not though. Not at all. It's not at all the same. Okay. So we were supposed to have paid attention to what towns were in Israel versus what towns were in Judah. Got it. And we didn't because we didn't know because there were not directions and instructions. Got it. So... We failed because okay. we are not educated in these things. Right. I mean, we're becoming somewhat educated I mean, in these things. clearly, because I didn't know that there was two fucking kingdoms. I can recall shit now and like be like, wait, that happened wait. there. Wait. Okay. That's so anyway, fun. he sent he sent Israel guys. Israel guys? Yeah, the Israel guys. He sent yeah. them a message when he heard that they were bearing Saul. Yeah. Okay? Okay. May the Lord bless you for being so loyal to your master Saul and giving him a decent burial. May the Lord be loyal to you in return and reward you with his unfailing love. And I, too, will reward you, will reward you for what you have done. Now that Saul is dead, I ask you to be my strong and loyal subjects like the people of Judah who have anointed me as their new king. See? He's asking for them to be, the Israelites, to be all he together. He is, but they're still separate. Okay. He's saying these are... it doesn't are, sound like they're warring. No, but I'm not saying that they're warring. Okay. I'm saying that they're split. Got it. You can be split and not be at war. Okay. Like, right. some uh, aliens from afar might be like... Canada and America and South America are all. I'm like, just struggling with this because, like, why is he talking to like? I it just it's weird. Because Who's he's, king, like, he's king of Judah, right? But he's acting like there's not a king of Israel or something. Saul just died, so there's not. Got it. So well, why wasn't he king of Judah before Saul died? Because it's one thing to anoint yourself or to be anointed king of Israel. That's like okay, it's like if. There's 10 points, okay? The whole altogether is 10. Judah is one. Okay. Okay? All the rest of the tribes are nine. They get all the nine points. Mm -hmm. So this one little kingdom over here by itself can't just be like, I'm king of all. It needs the other, the rest of the group to agree. Got it. He can be king of Judah because Judah's like, yeah, we're just one amongst ourselves and we say yes. And Israel might agree, but maybe not. Parts of Israel might agree and parts of Israel may not. Got it. So he needs all of Israel to come together. So he's legitimately like asking for support. Can I be your king, please? Got it. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? I said 10. That was stupid because there's 12 tribes. I should have used the number 12. Duh. Right, right. But I was just... 1D12. One, shut up. <laughs> well, I'm, I was trying to just, like, make it something that you could picture in your head of size and worth. One little piece against all the rest. Sure. You know? All the rest could declare, yeah, Saul's king, and Judah's got to go with it because they're just one. But, you know, Judah can't just say, not only are you king, but now also you're king of all of those other guys over there. You see? Sure. The difference? Yeah. Okay. So but he okay. killed tens of thousands. He did kill tens of thousands. Just saying. He did. And that's why everybody loves him. Right. And that's why it's probably, they're probably going to make him king. Okay. All right. Okay. So the next section is called David Fights Against the Forces of Saul. 
See? Oh. I don't wait, think... the forces of Saul. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think everybody was happy. Yeah, apparently not. See? And w- w- wait, so that that leads me to question why the fuck did he care that Saul died and why did he kill the messenger? He cared that Saul died because he's trying to become king of these people and he wasn't going to be able to lead them if he just out and out assassinated Saul. Got it. Like he was trying to peaceably come in and take over and get the people's blessing. He okay. had the Lord's blessing. He had Saul's blessing sometimes depending on the day of the week. Right. He had Saul's sons, Jonathan and his um, daughter, daughter, Michael's yeah. blessing. But he needs all of the people's blessing. And you can't do that if you just fucking assassinate their king. Right. So he was like, oh, your king was so great. Saul was fuck awesome. Awesome sweet sauce and and <laughs> amaze balls and could I lead you now please? You see what, right, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I got it. Okay. But Abner, son of Ner, Ner, Ner the commander of Saul's army, had already gone to Mahanaim. Yeah, that place. Mahanaim. Naim <laughs> Shut up. With Saul's son Ishbosheth. Ishbosheth, huh? I got that one right though. Okay. There he proclaimed Ishbosheth king over Gilead, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, the land of the Asherites, and all the rest of Israel. Wait, David proclaimed him that? No. Oh. No. Abner, son of Ner. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Abner, son of Ner, went over and was like, guess what? Um, Ishbosheth is king of of Israel now. Yeah, David's not our king. Yeah. Ishbosheth, Saul's son... Oh. That we never knew about until right just now, this very moment. Yeah, but I thought all of his sons I thought all of his sons died in the battle. There we go with another contradiction. Oh, okay. See, I had read some of these contradictions. Yeah. And so some of these are not a surprise to me. Got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, he's just surprise! I mean, like, that's he's got an extra son now that yeah. didn't die by the Amalekites. Popping out of ever, the woodwork. Yeah. 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 Okay, so Ish Bashef. Yes. That's hard for me. I like Ishbosheth. 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 Saul's son was 40 years old. That's really old back then. Right. When he became king. And he ruled from Mahanaim for two years. Oh, remember when we were going over our list of kings and we found the one guy? And yeah. We're like, who the fuck is that? Right. Um, That was one of our bonus episodes, I it think. It was, yeah. Yeah. Is this that guy? Yeah, this is that guy. This is oh. the two-year guy. Well, now we know. Oh. He was one of Saul's, Saul's sons, sons. Apparently. And he only ruled for two years. Interesting. So now we know who that guy was. Right. Now that makes that makes more sense Like, now. I want to go back in time and go to that episode and whisper in my Wait, ear. Wait, it's coming. It's Saul's son. Right, right. Yeah, makes okay. A, makes some sense now. Because we're like, bit. two years. Who the fuck is this guy? And why have we never... What? Right. It made no sense. And then we were also like, David's already king. What the fuck? Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. So now we know. Yeah. Okay, Saul's son is, is king in Mahanaim for two years. Okay. Um. Also, I should probably say that a lot of times these people were defined by the place rather than their name. So if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, it was referred to as King Mahanaim. Which is the place mm. instead of Ish, 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 yeah that guy yeah um, or it might have said Ish, Ish, of Ish, Ish, Ish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I'm having I'm having a really hard time with these names you guys yeah. 
I, I mean no disrespect. I mean, that's I'm no, just stupid. Right. But anybody who is like here with us, that's been here with us, they're used to this by now. I know. And they'll, they'll be okay with it, I, I think. I hope. I'm but, pretty sure. But I feel like I should put out... Um, periodic apologies. Period. Okay. Period. Right. This is my periodic apology. In case someone apology. just jumped in for like the Samuel series, right? Right. Exactly. Like, wow, this this lady just cannot pronounce this anything. This bitch can't. And you know what? You're right. This bitch can't. But right. this bitch ain't trying to pretend she can. So it's all. You know, good. it would take way too much time to just like get all the pronunciations right Ugh. just for like we'd have to spend like an hour before every podcast just to look up all the pronunciations. Look, I'm trying to read the Bible. I'm not trying to learn Hebrew and Greek. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, give me a fucking break. Right, you know? right, yeah. Okay, meanwhile, the people of Judah remain loyal to David. Okay? Okay. So, Judah has their Judah king, has David. David, and Saul's son, Ish-bazeth, yeah, is king of Israel. Okay, okay? Yeah. I told you, I told you it was bad. Well, he was king of some of Israel, because it was only like eight or nine tribes. It said, and all the rest of Israel. Oh, oh, okay, That was okay. the rest of the sentence. Oh, my bad. It was, they named like five or six places, oh. blah, 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 and all the rest of Israel. Okay. So they could have just said Israel, Got minus it. Judah. Got it. You know, which is apparently its own thing for a while now. Yeah, yeah. So the split's getting Judah's worse. Judah's like Texas for Israel. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. That was a great analogy. David made Hebron his capital, and he ruled as king of Judah for seven and a half years. Okay. Okay. Yep. One day, Abner led Ishbosheth's troops from Mehanim to Gibeon. Okay, this is going to be bad. <clears throat> okay. There's going to be a war. I mean, that happens a lot in this book so far. Yeah, but I mean, this is among their own, the, the 12 tribes. Yeah, the, the Israelites is are the, fighting each other. Yeah, sure. this is so bad and dumb. You guys, Because it's not, a, Okay. It's just that it's just that there's a lot of bad and dumb that's already happened. So. I know. I, like, what makes this bad and dumb more special than the not, other bad and it's dumb? It's not. I'm just. I'm. I'm like. For fuck's sake, there was a talking donkey. There was. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm not discounting those things. Okay. I'm. I'm just saying. Oh my god, you guys! Like, I'm. I'm trying to remind them. You're telling three thousand year old people to not fight. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Because they're not supposed to, and I'm like, oh, you guys are tiresome. <laughs> About the same time, Joab, son of Zeruah, led David's troops out and met them at the Pool of Gibeon. A pool? A pool. Man, they got a lifeguard? That starts with P and that rhymes with... <laughs> Wait, no, that starts with T and that rhymes with P. No, I said it wrong oh again. God. God damn it. Wow. Okay. Hold on. Are we holding on for this? Yes. You're gonna, you gotta <laughs> I got to get it right. Think. Yeah, okay. That starts with P and that rhymes with T and that stands for trouble. Okay. Right here in River City. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. You gonna, you gonna try out for the musical? No, obviously not. Just, I can't I remember my lines for <laughs> shit. The two groups sat down there facing each other from opposite sides of the pool. That's nice. That's yeah. a good negotiation scene. Right. Yeah. I want to go negotiate at the pool. Well, yeah, and dip your feet in. <laughs> Call across kick the 12 water, foot. Kick some water at them. Yeah, mm -hmm. fucker. <laughs> You're turning red. You're getting all burned. <laughs> then Abner suggested to Joab, let's go down the water slide. <laughs> That's not what he said. Abner suggested to Joab, let's have a few of our warriors fight hand to hand here in front of us. All right, Joab said. Okay. Yeah, they're they're gonna just for just, just like yeah, sport, funsies, huh? For funsies. This is like gladiator for like this is like gladiator sports before the war. 
Remember that show, Gladiators? And then the American MC, Gladiators? Yeah, the MC yeah. would go, Gladiators, ready? Yeah. <laughs> really, the really, the only thing I remember from that is my favorite thing was the uh, tennis ball thing, course at the end. Oh, I remember so the great. giant javelins that they had to fight Those each other with. Those are pretty cool, too. Yeah. 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 So 12 men were chosen to fight from each side. 12 men of Benjamin representing Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and 12 representing David. Why is it always Benjamin? I don't know. Like, it's always, like, Benjamin has all the fucking, like, they're the and ones that got the shit on and, like, yeah. you know, killed. And then they stole all the women and then they, like, had all the priestly people and now they get to send all the fighters. Like, Benjamin's, like, this big shot group, even though they kind of diminished to nothing at one point. Yeah. I don't but know. Whatever. Just, he was the youngest. He was the baby. I guess. So I guess. they're a very special tribe. Apparently. Each one, you know, 12 each, guys. Yeah. Each one grabbed his opponent by the hair and thrust his sword into the other side so that all of them died. Oh, shit. Wait, what? What? It's kind of, I, they, I, missed, I must have missed something there. Okay, let me reread that. Okay. So 12 men were chosen to fight from each side. Yeah. 12 men of Benjamin, representing Ishbosheth, son of Saul. Yeah. And 12 representing David. Each one. All of them. All of so them. So 12 on one, 12 on the other. So yeah. 24 guys. 24 guys. Grabbed his opponent by the hair and thrust his sword into the other side so that all of them died. How? So like, like they killed each other simultaneously? Yes. One, two, three, go. Stab. That seems Done. ridiculous and unrealistic. I mean, yeah. Obviously. So, Be- talk, talking donkey. Yeah. But what? what the, your the, problem is... I, this? Well, today, yes. Today, right. Today See, that's this, what so. I was trying to convey earlier. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So this place at Gibeon has been known ever since as the Field of Swords. <laughs> it should be the the Pool of Swords, right? How about the Field of Dumbasses? <laughs> <laughs> the Pool of Punces. Right? <laughs> <laughs> A fierce battle followed that day. And Abner and the men of Israel were defeated by the forces of David. Oh, of course they were, because David's that. He's David's David. blessed by God. David's David. David's blessed by God. It's very exciting stuff. But they're all fucking Israelites. Hypothetically, they're all fucking blessed by God. Uh, but David, I bet they thought they were blessed. I bet. I bet. Ishbosheth's mm-hmm. fucking Ishbosheth. I bet his people thought they were blessed by God too. Probably, I mean, but they lost and they didn't get to write the story. Yeah, but David now that did. now they're gonna go back to their camp and be like, okay, who had the fucking idol in their bag today? Let's get rid of it so mm-hmm. that God can bless us, and then they're gonna go back and fight again. Probably because they That's think they're happened. they think they're God's people too. I know, okay. I know, I I'm hear you. I'm, I'm with just you. saying. I'm. I am totally. If they didn't, they joined side. forces with David. Obviously, like obviously, if they thought David was the end all be all. Then they'd be with him, right? But they're not. I get you. I'm just saying. I'm with you. Okay. Joab, Abishai, and Ash, no, Esahel, the three sons of Zariah, were among David's forces that day. Okay. They're killing me over here. Too many names. Too many. Like, I'm used to hard names, but, like, this is, every name is hard. Yeah. yeah. And then David. <laughs> they, should, they should just put the names in phonetically. They should. Yeah. Or they should Americanize them for lazy twats like me. <laughs> Asahel could run like a gazelle. And he began chasing Abner. Uh, okay. He pursued him relentlessly, not stopping for everything. <laughs> when Abner looked back and saw him coming, he called out, Is that you, Asahel? Yes, it is, he replied. Go fight someone else, Abner warned. Take on one of the younger men and strip him of his weapons. But Asahel kept right on chasing Abner. Again, Abner shouted to him, Get away from here! I don't want to kill you! How could I ever face your brother Joab again? 
aren't you guys enemies? <laughs> aren't you guys your enemies though? They're right? enemies. Yeah. What? Why do you got to worry about <laughs> facing anybody? You're fighting each You're other. Fighting literally. each other. Yeah. But Asahel refused to turn. Who? I lost my place again. <laughs> Which is funny because somebody on Twitter was just asking. <laughs> That's if, their favorite part. If we might um, yeah. lose that with our new computer, know, the answer right? is no. Yeah. The answer is no. I will always lose my spot because I'm reading off of my phone. Right. So, sorry, and also you're welcome. Yeah, both. (laughs) So, Asahel refused to turn back, so Abner thrust the butt end of his spear through Asahel's stomach, and the spear came out his back. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Oh, shit. You just back-speared me. But, like, okay, how do you got to... To get that much force on a, mm-hmm. on a sword, right? You'd have to be gripping it by the sword, right? Right. How do you do that? I don't know. Like, t- hypothetically, your sword's sharp enough to cut through human flesh it's pretty easily, right? It's the end of his spear, not a sword. It oh, wasn't even a sword. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah. My bad. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't listening You're very well. You're not listening I'm good sorry, today. I was, yeah, yeah. Pay better fucking attention, I'm husband. I'm going to pay better fucking attention. Okay. Okay. So anyway, this guy just got the butt end of a spear through his guts Came out his back, he stumbled to the ground, and died there. I mean, that'll do it. Oh, shit. And everyone who came by that spot stopped and stood still when they saw Asahel lying there. Y- yeah? I would, Because, I mean, he's dead. I'd be like, oh, shit. And he got killed by the butt end of a stick. Mm-hmm. Spear. Spear. That stick, thing. spear, cane. Whatever. <laughs> when Joab and Abishai, Ab- Abishai, oh, Jesus, found out what had happened, they set out after Abner. I'm going to get you. <laughs> You and your backy spear stab. Right. The sun was just going down as they arrived at the hill of Amma near Gaia along the road to the wilderness of Gibeon. Yeah, that place. Oh, I should have checked beforehand to see how long this chapter is. It's a long I'm, chapter. I'm getting worn out. Yeah. After, oh, no, that doesn't say after. That says Abner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Abner's troops from the tribe of Benjamin. I'm glad they reminded me because I was like, wait, which team is Abner on again? <laughs> they knew. They knew. Yeah, they knew. They knew somebody stupid For would come once, along the repetitiveness of the Bible was a good thing. It paid off. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks, Deuteronomistic history, <laughs> priestly hands. Abner's troops from the tribe of Benjamin regrouped there at the top of the hill to take a stand. Abner shouted down to Joab, must we always be killing each other? Don't you realize that bitterness is the only result? Oh, my God. Okay. This reminds me of um, what you said that when your mom spanked you. Oh, yeah. What did you say? I said that, that something along the lines of uh, it's not, it doesn't teach me. I don't, I'm not learning anything. Spanking doesn't, like teach, me right, doesn't anything. teach me anything. <laughs> Must we always be when killing? I was like five guys, not yeah. like fucking yesterday or anything. I mean, I thought that went without saying. I'm just making sure, you know, just throwing that out there. Jesus Christ, who's still spanking their 40-year-old? <laughs> Are you kidding? Let's hop on Twitter and find out. Oh, let's not. <laughs> let's just not. That that whole line of questioning, let's strike that from the record. Abner shouted down to Joab, must we always be killing each other? Don't you realize that bitterness is the only result? When will you call up your men from chasing their Israelite brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Then Joab said, God only knows what would have happened if you hadn't spoken, for we would have chased you all night if necessary. So okay. Joab blew the ram's horn and his men stopped chasing the troops of Israel. All that night, Abner and his men retreated through the Jordan Valley. Wait. They stopped chasing him because he's like, hey, stop chasing us. Be nice. They were they were chasing him, but then... To kill him. Then, to kill him. And then they was like, 
No, stop, Killing's guys. Killing's not nice. Yeah, it's not nice. Stop. Stop, please. And so they're like, oh, you know what? Yeah. If you hadn't said anything, we'd have come, come and killed you. But, we'd you know, totally since you, have murdered since you. Since you said it, yeah. we're, we're just going to go home now. I hadn't thought of it, but we're now, good. That, now that you point it out, yeah. I guess murder is kind of shitty. Right? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, hmm. you did kill one of our guys back there with the butt end of your spear. Right. But... Since you said that you don't want us chasing you, we'll just turn I'm, around. I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah, that was totally cool. I needed I needed that. Sometimes you just need a check, you know? And that was our check. So, like, you, you let us know. Yeah. So. You know, sometimes I try to kill people, but <laughs> I am fortunate because husband always reminds me. I always remind Wife, you. we don't kill. We don't kill people. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It happens often, yeah. In in no way whatsoever, right. just to be clear. <laughs> I don't try to kill people. I don't go out of my house. <laughs> so they crossed the Jordan River, traveling all through the morning, and didn't stop until they arrived at Mahanaim. I keep wanting to say Manaheim. Yeah, but that's it, it's not the, it. It's the right group of letters, but in the wrong order. Mm, yeah. Mm, so close. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joab and his men also returned home. Okay. When Joab counted his casualties, he discovered that only 19 men were missing, in addition to Asahel. So, you know, yeah, 20. right. But 360 of Abner's men had been killed. Oh, damn. All from the tribe of Benjamin. Yeah, sounds like Abner had a lot more cause to be angry than, uh, mm. than the other guy. Yeah. What was his name? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, that guy. Whatever. Whatever. Joab. Yeah. Joab. Yeah. Joab and his men took Asahel's body to Bethlehem and buried him there in his father's tomb. Then they traveled all night and reached Hebron at daybreak, the end. Okay, so... We're stopping, like, mid-break of fight. Yeah, and it's really weird because they're just like, Hey, we're all Israelites. Let's stop. Okay. But then, do you think that that's going to hold? Fuck I no. don't. I don't. They'll be fighting again next chapter, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, whatever. So, is David king of Israel? No. According to you, David. I mean, according to this book, it seems like David is king of Judah, and right. there's, you know, yeah, that that they're fighting each other now. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll find out more, I guess, in tomorrow's chapter uh, three, three of Second, Second Samuel. Samuel. Yeah. And for now, that's uh, that's all she wrote, folks. That's a wrap. Husband. Wife. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. The fuck are we doing up? We had a friend over. We did. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was, I thought I was going to bed and then, and then you're like, wait, we still got a podcast to do, pod, pod, podcast to do. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. And you had been snoring and everything. I am so tired. Come on, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. All right. So, uh, what? Are we, what what, what we, happened? Yeah, that, that yesterday. Stuff. Yeah, that, that those things. I just remember that there was a a lot of fighting. David was like fighting somebody, and they were at a pool, and they both had twelve <laughs> guys that killed each other. Right. That's right. And and I don't know things and stuff. I mean, basically, it was just fighting. Okay. Do you remember anything else? I remember being angry at the fighting. The well, 12 guys especially, because it was dumb. It was dumb. They all just stabbed each other. Right. Yeah. It was really stupid. So, I think the guy that he was fighting was Joab. And Joab only lost 19 men. Okay. But... Um, Abner's men lost from the tribe something. of Benjamin lost 360. Got it. And then they 
Then they yelled from the top of the hill, and, and they were like, we're done. And then oh, they yeah. were done. And it was, like, random. Right. Oh, yeah, because one of them was like, don't be, fighting is bitter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It was stupid. Yes, yeah, it was stupid. Okay, let's do chapter three now. All right, let's do it. Okay, two things. Two? Two things. Okay. First of all, this is a continuation from the last chapter of the section entitled, David Fights Against the Forces of Saul. But I thought they just went home. Well, I'm just telling you what, it, what it's doing No, here. okay. All right. Okay? Here's the other thing. Remember yeah. I said two points. This is like the longest chapter we've ever read. Fuck. I know. Figures. The fucking one night. That we oh. stayed up. Yeah. This I mean. Is, this is. This is. We're always up too late, but yeah, we should never have a friend ever again. (laughs) And we haven't seen this friend in what, like two years? Right. God, what were we thinking? And there was beer. The more you talk about our friend, the longer this is going to take. Okay. Okay, then I'm just going to read it. Ready? (laughs) Sorry. I'm tired. I'm going to have a hard time staying on track. We're going to try to be clever. No. I'm 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 not going to try. I'm going to try to be clever. You probably shouldn't. Why? You suck when you try. No, I mean, like, I'm I'm trying to be here for it, you know? Like, I'm... Okay, there's trying to be present, and then there's trying to be clever. Just be present. Okay. Don't worry about the clever. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. That was the beginning of a long war between those who were loyal to Saul and those loyal to David. But that was a long war? The one that just ended. The one the one where they had 19 people die on the one side and three yeah. on the other, and then they ran to the top of the hill and yelled at it back down? Something, yeah. Okay. As time passed, David became stronger and stronger, while si- Saul's dynasty became weaker and weaker. The, I feel like we skipped something here. No. Because, like, no? No. Okay. No. They just, they're they're fighting, they're done fighting, they're fighting, they're done fighting. Okay, it's whatever. Just still whatever. It's just Whatever, it's just weird. Next section, shut yeah. up. David's sons born at Hebron. Okay. okay. Yep. These are the sons who were born to David in Hebron. The oldest was Amnon, whose mother was Ahu Ahinoam from Jezreel. Remember? Yep. The second was Daniel, whose mother was Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel. I love that they always say she was the widow. Right. Yeah. The third was Absalom. 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 Okay. I feel like I know that name. That's because there's a book called um, O Absalom or something like that. Oh, okay. It's it's a very famous, like, I want to say it's like an apocalyptic or like a dystopian. Got it. From like the 60s or some shit like that. I don't know. Okay. I I don't know. Sure. Okay. So the third was Absalom, whose mother was Makah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Gesher. Wait, we just threw in another wife here. We sure did. Okay. Remember I told you he had I Yeah, I know. More. But they, just, they threw it in while he's having kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got more wives. I just, I'm just, you know, observing. That's all. Yeah. Okay, here's his fourth kid. It fourth. was Adonijah, whose mother was Haggith. Oh. The fifth child was Shephetiah, whose mother was Abital. That Damn, like just, medication. he's just like picked up a whole fucking... He's got a harem. Yeah. He nasty. This is like... They, they're like, okay, now he's got all his wives. Yeah. There they are. They're having, no, they're there's pop, more. They're popping out kids. There's more. Okay, there's more. The sixth was Ithrium, whose mother was Igla, David's wife. 
<laughs> David's yeah, wife was David's, David's wife. wife. Yeah, right. That didn't make any it sense. Didn't, yeah. The sons were all born to David in Hebron. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, Next like they section. said, the, the sons that were born to David in Hebron were born to David in, in Hebron. Yep, that's what happened. Okay. Next section. Next section. Abner plans a league with David. Okay. Ne- what? Stop waving There's at a flies. There's a fly. I'm sorry. Stop waving at the fly. Well, he said hello. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Abner plans a league with, like, a little league, like a baseball league. Oh, okay. With David. Okay. Okay? Sure. A league of their own. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Okay. As the war between the house of Saul and the house of David went on, Abner became a powerful leader among those loyal to Saul. I forgot how they're related. But Wasn't that his son? Was Abner Saul's son? I don't think so. Oh, no. Was he the guy that waved? Top of the hill? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. One day, Ishbosheth, Saul's son, accused Abner of sleeping with one of his father's concubines, a woman named Rizpah, daughter of Aya. Hold on. Ishbosheth, Saul's son, accused Abner of sleeping with one of his father. Okay. Yeah. Isn't don't his sleep. father dead? His father's dead, but still, don't fuck his concubines. I, I don't understand. Okay. They're still his. They're still his concubines. Don't do it. That's dumb. I mean, consent. It's still dumb. As long as she consented, I think it's fine. Right. But, whatever. Abner was furious. Am I some Judean dog to be kicked around like this? He shouted. I have not seen a Judean dog, so I don't know what they look like. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) After all I have done for your father, Saul, and his family and friends by not handing you over to David, is this my reward? That you find fault with me about this woman? May God strike me and even kill me if I don't do everything I can to help David get what the Lord has promised him. I'm going to take Saul's kingdom and give it to David. I will establish the throne of David over Israel as well as Judah, all the way from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south. Drop mic. Boom. Yeah. Accuse me of sleeping with your daddy's wife, your daddy who's dead's wife. I'm going to fuck your shit up. Okay. That's what he said. Okay? Okay. Ish, but did you follow all that? Not exactly, no. So, okay, so... Who was doing, he was doing what? Who was sleeping with who? Okay, Abner, and I can't remember who he is other than he's yeah, on okay. Saul's team, okay? Sure. So, Saul's son is like, hey, Abner, you've been sleeping with my dead daddy's concubine. Okay. And Abner's like, the hell you say... What a fucking... How dare you accuse me of that? Just for that accusation, I'm gonna fuck your shit up and turn you your whole kingdom over to David. Okay. So, it was, okay. it was ridiculous. Alright, alright, I got okay? it. I got it now. Okay. Yeah. Ishbosheth didn't dare say another word because he was afraid of what Abner might do. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Right. He's about to fuck your shit up. Yeah. Then Abner sent messengers to David saying... Doesn't the entire land belong to you? Make a solemn pact with me and I will help turn over all of Israel to you. All right, David replied. Yeah, (laughs) all right. But I will not negotiate with you unless you bring back my wife, Michael, Saul's daughter, when you come. Oh. I told you we'd be seeing more. see. We're not done with her. Mm -mm, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. And I had read... 
you know, in in all of my Q and A research and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I knew this was coming, and I could, I had to sit on it. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Whew. It's so nice now it's when there. We, yeah. yeah, it's nice when we catch up to the spoilers. So like, whew, I don't accidentally give it away. Right. Yeah. David then sent this message to Ishbosheth, Saul's son. Give me back my wife, Michael, for I bought her with the lives of 100 Philistines. Remember all those chop dicks? Yeah, he brought 200, 200. I thought he brought 200. He did, but now he's saying just 100. Guess what? Another contradiction, huh? Yeah, and that was one that was mentioned that I hmm. couldn't talk about because he didn't say it till 2nd Samuel. And we were only doing 1st Samuel. Got it. So, do you know how hard it is to do all this research and to accidentally stumble across stuff that is referenced in, like, the next book? Yeah, it's rough. Do you know how hard it is to stay awake right now? Oh, my God. Shut up. (laughs) So, so Ishbosheth took Michael away from her husband, Palti, son of Laish. Palti followed along behind her as far as Behirim, weeping as he went. Aww. Then Abner told him, go back home. Well, yeah. So Palti returned. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> that solved that. I don't know why yeah. we had that in the Bible. Right. Palti, good job, man. Go home. Okay. Meanwhile, Abner had consulted with the elders of Israel. For some time now, he told them, you have wanted to make David your king. Now is the time. For the Lord has said, I have chosen David to save my people Israel from the hands of the Philistines and from all their other enemies. Yeah. Abner also spoke with the men of Benjamin. Then he went to Hebron to tell David that all the people of Israel and Benjamin had agreed to support him. All right. Hold on. Now they're now Benjamin is separate from Israel. That's what I was saying the last time. I was yeah. like, why do they keep mentioning Benjamin separately? Separate. And yeah. it, it's been that while for a, it's been that way for a while because they were mentioning it even back earlier on in Samuel 1 because, or 1 Samuel, I'm sorry. um, I didn't know that's what you meant. Yeah. Hmm. So, I wonder if, like, all of the tribes are just, they're fractured. They're just fractured. Yeah. So, like, what even does Israel mean at this point, right? I don't know. When Abner and 20 of his men came to Hebron, David entertained them with a great feast. Then Abner said to David, let me go! And call an assembly of all Israel to support my lord the king. Yeah. They will make a covenant with you to make you their king. And you will rule over everything your heart desires. So David sent Abner safely on his way. Okay. Okay. Yep. Next section. All right. I mean, this is going fast. I mean, I'm hoping that it's going fast because I, I need to be going to you bed. You need to go to bed. Okay. Joab kills Abner. What? Ah. Abner gonna die. I mean, you know, they just laid right out there. Spoilers. But just after David had sent Abner away in safety, Joab and some of David's troops returned from a raid, bringing much plunder with them. When Joab arrived, he was told that Abner had just been there visiting the king and had been sent away in safety. Joab rushed to the king and demanded, What have you done? Yeah. What do you mean by letting Abner get away? God, fuckface! You know perfectly well that he came to spy on you and find out everything you're doing. Holy shit, you dumbass. Is that what was going on? Um, Joab is being suspicious of Abner. Okay. I mean, rightfully so, because Abner is supposed to be on Saul's side, but they don't realize that, you know, Abner's really pissed off at Saul. Right. Or Saul's son. Right, you know? right. 
So he wasn't there to spy. He okay. was actually there to fuck over Saul's son. Right. Joab then left David and sent messengers to catch up with Abner, asking him to return. They found him at the well of Sirah and brought him back, though David knew nothing about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> when Abner... That's like Trump being all, I don't know anything about it. Right. Okay. When Abner arrived back at Hebron, Joab took him aside at the gateway as if to speak to him privately. But then he stabbed Abner in the stomach. Oh, damn. And killed him in revenge for killing his brother, Asahel. Ah. I'm, okay. So, I mean, that's what, so it was just Fair. revenge. Okay, yeah. That's, that's he's so pretending cool. that he's got David's back. And he's like, he, this guy's spying and what? And he's acting all put out and stuff. But really, right. it was just, you kill my brother, prepare to die. <laughs> right, yeah. Which, I mean, okay, that's fair, whatever. Yeah. For these times. Sure. I'm not saying you just go around... But, I mean, he just ruined, possibly, like... The peace accords. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, they were about to, like... Solve it all. Lay down arms and yeah. everything. Stupid. When David heard about it, he declared, I vow by the Lord that I and my kingdom are forever innocent of this crime against Abner, son of Ner. Joab and his family are the guilty ones. May the family of Joab be cursed in every generation with a man who has open sores or leprosy or who walks on crutches <laughs> or dies by the sword or begs for food. What the fuck? I guess men That's some specific just, things. It's like, that, uh, it's like when you wish, I hope you sit on a tack. I hope your tires are flat. Right. I hope that... You always sleep on the warm side of your pillow. Yeah. It's like that, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just very specific. Right. It was really weird. Yeah. He's like cursing him. I, we keep like getting... cursing in, his progeny. Right. It's just that we keep getting into these things where they... Um, suddenly a human can curse, can lay a curse right. on somebody. And also we're getting into this, um, oh, so it is your punishing the children again right right yeah. like okay yeah that was one of the other that was prediction that yeah one of the questions forth. yeah and it's like oh okay i guess i guess just fuck you even before you're born right should have picked a different stomach womb to grow in dumb embryo cells right right so joab and his brother abishai killed abner because abner had killed a brother asahel a sale whatever at the battle of gibeon then David said to Joab and all those who were with him, Tear your clothes and put on burlap. Mourn for Abner. <laughs> Mourn for the motherfucker I just killed? Yeah. No. No, well, wait. Joab oh, David. Yeah, David, David said to, to Joab. That, yeah. You know that motherfucker you just killed? Mourn him. Is that what he's saying? That is what he's saying. Okay. And King David himself walked behind the procession to the grave. They buried Abner in Hebron, and the king and all the people wept at his graveside. Oh, then the king sang. Oh, no, Fuck's not singing. Sake. This funeral song for Abner. Okay. Should Abner have died as fools die? Your hands were not bound, your feet were not chained. No, you were murdered, the victim of a wicked plot. By the guy that's still alive. All the people wept again for Abner. David had refused to eat anything on the day of the funeral. And now everyone begged him to eat. For God's sakes, man, just eat. Yeah, you'll totally not die, though. Just eat. If you don't. I know. Like, so who cares a shit? You let him have a few days. He's right? mourning or yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. 
But David had made a vow saying, may God strike me and even kill me if I eat anything before sundown. Okay. I promise not to eat before I'm, sundown. I promise that David's going to be just fine, guys. Yeah. Just Whatever. Hakuna your tatas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Comb your tits. This pleased the people very much. In fact, everything the king did pleased them. Of course it did. So everyone in Judah and all Israel understood that David was not responsible for Abner's murder. Even really? though he didn't really punish other than cursing. Right. At, you know. But also he didn't eat dinner. Right, so that makes it all better. I mean, clearly the man is innocent. He, he the, didn't he made, eat dinner. He made Joab wear burlap, I guess that was punishment. Look, every time I don't eat dinner, that means I'm innocent. Right, I know wearing burlap to me would be punishment. Yeah. So. Yeah. The King David said to his officials, Don't you realize that a great commander has fallen today in Israel? And even though I am the anointed king, these two sons of Zerah... Zer- Zeruai, Joab, and Abishai yeah. are too strong for me to control. Mm. So may the Lord repay these evil men for their evil deeds. The end. Okay. So. So that that was. Why that was can't that. he control those two guys? Right. Well, I mean, he's the mighty David. Why doesn't he just like fucking kill him? Why didn't he throw a spear at him? I right. <laughs> learned a thing or two from Saul. Did he get his wife back? Oh, well, no, that was Abner that was supposed to bring him back. Oh, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I don't know. So we got to stay tuned for chapter right, four yeah, it's, to it's see all up if in the air. he gets Michael back. It's all up in the air. Okay. All right, well, that was the end of... Second uh, Samuel chapter three, and tomorrow we will read Second Samuel chapter four. Now go to bed, kids. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? I don't. It was way too fucking late, <laughs> and uh, I had some drinks that night, I you think. Did. So I don't you really did. remember what we talked about. It was so unusual. I went straight to bed after that because I was, I mean, like, I could have fallen asleep in the middle of the goddamn podcast. You fell asleep on the couch, actually. Before the <laughs> at, podcast. Before the podcast, and had a whole conversation with me that you don't remember having yeah no i know wherein i said we still have to do an episode and you were like no we're doing it tomorrow and i was like but it's gonna come out late and you were like that's okay sometimes that's how it be right (laughs) and yeah and then like a half hour i let you snore and then like a half hour later you jumped up and go oh shit we still have to do our podcast yeah and i was like wait (laughs) (laughs) i was like we literally just had a conversation about this and you were like i don't remember that sometimes i'm dumb what can i say but then you woke up like in a panic. Yeah. So you guys, this is how dedicated we are. Right. Right. Yeah. Even in our worst times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So yesterday, what what did we cover? Um, it was Second Samuel chapter three, and uh, Saul's son, one of the ones that survived, I guess, because they were supposed to have all been dead. Right. But this this one didn't. He told Abner, "You slept with daddy's wives, and you suck." You're a gross dog. And then Abner was like, like, the hell you say. And so he ran to David and was like, I'm going to be on your team now. I'm going to give you all the lands of Israel. Yeah. Yeah. And there was warring and there was fighting and Abner died. Abner died. Yeah. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was yesterday. Today Mm -hmm. we are covering uh, 2 Samuel chapter 4. 4. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to get on into this? I am. Let's do it. Okay, 2 Samuel chapter 4. All right. 
the assassination of Ishbosheth. I guess he's going to get assassinated. I guess he is. <laughs> like every fucking chapter, it's just like, this is what's going to happen. And then we got to read about what happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. you could just probably read the Bible just based on the titles of the fucking chapters. Like, oh, that guy gets assassinated. This guy dies. Headlines only. This one's going to get uh, have a kid or whatever. Headlines only. Right? Yeah. It's the way I do my news. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. right. When Ishbosheth, Saul's son, the surviving one, yeah, yeah, yeah. heard about Abner's death at Hebron, he was like, "Hell yeah!" He lost all courage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I opposite. thought they were kind of like fighting, like they, because he didn't, whatever. He lost all courage, and all Israel became paralyzed with fear. But Abner was fucking his dad's wife, and he was like, "Fuck you, dude!" And then Abner was like, "I'm gonna give all the lands to fucking David," and then he died. And wouldn't you mm-hmm. be like? Well, that's problem solved. <laughs> I mean, that's how I would be, but I'm not a Bible person. I guess so. they just—they get so uh, bent out of shape over things in this. I'm like they don't have Twitter to vent their frustrations. I guess. I guess they but gotta just, live even, their Twitter. Even people that they supposedly hate—they're like, "I'm gonna rip off my clothes and and yeah. wallow in dirt." Yeah, that's how they be. That's how we do. Yeah. Okay. Now there were two brothers, Banna and Recab. Who were captains of Ishbosheth's raiding parties? Raiding parties, okay. His parties of raiders. Not just the army, but they were raiding parties. Yeah. Like this is a special unit that specifically goes on raids, apparently. Yeah. Okay. They were sons of Brimen, a member of the tribe of Benjamin who lived in Beeroth. The town of Beeroth is now part of Benjamin's territory because the original people of Beeroth fled to Gitaim, where they still live as foreigners. So they, they gained more land than the people that were there. Were they Israelites before they fled, and now they're foreigners, I wonder? I don't even understand But that's interesting, though, because they, they divvied up the land initially, mm-hmm. and now Benjamin apparently took over this land, and it became a new part of their land. Mm-hmm. So is this part of them taking over the, the people that lived there prior to the Israelites, or is this part of them fighting amongst themselves, I wonder? I have it's, no way of knowing. Right, right. Okay, but I have to put on my parentheses voice. We've oh. got a long parentheses. Ready? We love parentheses voice. Mm-hmm. Saul's son, Jonathan, had a son named Mephishbosheth, who was crippled as a child. He was five years old when the report came from Jezreel that Saul and Jonathan had been killed in battle. When the child's nurse heard the news, she picked him up and fled. But as she hurried away, she dropped him and he became crippled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, it's not funny. I'm sorry for the kid. No, you know? yeah. But like... Yeah, we're not laughing at cripples. Please understand Damn, that. That's, uh, um, that's just a weird sentence, you know? It's like, like, I'm not quite sure how that added to the story. Right. Like, okay, this whole son Jonathan had a crippled child who was dropped by his nanny. Well, All apparently right. they're worried about them assassinating this child. Okay. I mean, I'm guessing. I guess. Okay. I just, I, I don't really understand the point of why... We needed to know that. Uh, what's the kid's name again? Um, the kid is named Mephibosheth. Mephib- that's not who they're assassinating. Mephibosheth. Right? That's not who they were assassinated in the title, right? No. Okay. I don't think so. So just his kid ran away and and, and got dropped and then became yeah. a cripple. Yeah. Okay. And and that was something. That's relevant. Need- to something, I yeah. guess, maybe. I I just don't know. One day, Recab and Banna, the sons of Rimmon from. Beroth went to Ishbosheth's house around noon as he was taking his midday rest, as you do. Yeah. The doorkeeper, who had been sifting wheat, became drowsy and fell asleep. 
So Recab and Banna slipped past her. Okay. They went into the house and found Ishbosheth sleeping on his bed. They struck and killed him and cut off his head. Oh, damn. That is some murder right there. A bad there. time to take a nap for that person that's at the door. You chose the wrong hour for your siesta. People are always sleeping to let people through. You know, like mm-hmm. um, David was in Saul's tent that one yeah. time because he's like. But God made those people sleep. Right, right. I don't know. This that, just was like happenstance. Like was this just, real sleep or was this God sleep? Right. I don't know. It didn't say God, so I'm assuming it was I'm just like. I'm assuming they were at they siesta. They got lucky. Yeah. yeah. Then, taking his head with them, they fled across the Jordan Valley through the night. When they arrived at Hebron, they presented Ishbosheth's head to David. Look! They exclaimed to the king, Here is the head of Ishbosheth, the son of your enemy Saul, who tried to kill you. Now, wait a second. You remember what happened to the guy that told him that Saul mm-hmm. was dead? Mm hmm. David sh- killed the messenger. Killed him. Yeah. yeah. Like but that. The, but that, those were Amalekites, though. Yeah, but aren't these the foreigners that mm-hmm. were... These are still foreigners, so, yeah. like, I'd, I'd still be, like... I uh, don't know how this is going to go for them. Right? Today the Lord has given my lord, the king, revenge on Saul and his entire family. They're so excited. Yeah. Here's a head. We killed a guy. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But David said to Recab and Banna, The Lord who saves me from all my enemies is my witness. Someone once told me, Saul is dead. Thinking he was bringing me good oh, news. Oh, see, I was right. Oh, this is not okay. But I seized him and killed him at Ziklag. That's the reward I gave him for his news. How much more should I reward evil men who have killed an innocent man in his own house and on his own bed? Okay, okay. Hold on a second, though. They are fighting these people, right? Like, they're they, at war. But David has a sense of honor. Like, the two times that he snuck up on Saul... He did not murder him while Saul was unawares. It's true. It's true. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm saying he has a certain honor code that he sticks to. And he's saying sneaking in and murdering him in his sleep is wasn't good. Way. And besides that, this is Saul's child. And yes, we have a problem with um, these people. But we should probably be it, trying to find peace. Finding a way to come to peace with them. Moreover, not maybe it's not a foreigner's place to... Yeah decide yeah. how that works out for exactly. him. Exactly. I'm not saying that I agree with David. I'm just saying at least he is being consistent in his True. actions and code. Like, I mean, it makes sense insofar as who he has shown himself to be. He has been consistent enough that I was worried for these people bringing him their heads. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he says, shouldn't I hold you responsible for his blood and rid the earth of you? Mm. So David ordered his young men to kill them, and they did. And there, yep. there, there it is. Yep. Yep. They cut off their hands and feet and hung their bodies beside the pool in Hebron. Then they took Ishbosheth's head and buried it in Abner's tomb in Hebron. The end. Hmm. All right. I mean, that was you fair know, enough. Yeah, it it is. It sticks with who he is. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I good. I think he's a good guy because I don't. Right. No, I think he's a dick. Right. For so sure. do I. But I mean, he clearly has a very strict code of honor. Yeah. And expects and demands that his people stick to it. And he brooks no nonsense with other people outside of him who think that they're doing good. Right, right. He's like even though Well, I think that these people they again, they were I think they were they were foreigners mm-hmm. and they were trying to garner favor with David yeah. because they they saw the winds of change, you know. Exactly. So, and they were trying to get in his good graces and David was smart and was like, I'm having none of it. Well, and you got to put yourself in their mindset, right? I mean, we're talking about Israelites here fighting Israelites and mm-hmm. the Israelites believe that they are driven by God. So it's up to All God yeah. to decide who is right and who is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And whoever wins 
is has oh, yeah. God's favor, right? Definitely. Foreigners don't get a say in that. Well, it's kind of like on a smaller, more personal scale. It's kind of like when me and my sister are screaming at my mom for my mom being like the pain in the ass Southern Baptist that she is. Right. And we're like ripping her a new one. And then if somebody else comes along and starts making fun of my mom, uh, my sister and I will immediately turn around and be like, excuse you. This is our mom. You don't talk to my fucking mom that way. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's times and place for telling somebody they've done wrong and it's not always an outsider's place place yeah yeah obviously david does not think that, that there is their place yeah I and mean, now they're dead i don't necessarily disagree with them although murder seems a bit of a far stretch <laughs> right? yeah all right well that was uh second samuel chapter four and tomorrow we will be jumping into second samuel chapter five all right we'll see you guys then bye Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? I remembered you don't want to be the messenger for David when it comes to killing things and people and I stuff. mean, you don't want to be the messenger if you are the message. Right. Right? Well, I mean, if you're the message, you're the guy that's got his head cut off. No. But if you're the well, messenger... Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but I mean, the message... You'll have your head cut off. The message could be, I cut somebody's head off. Right. Not that somebody's head was cut off. Sure, but I mean, once you have that message and you tell it to them, you then also will have your head cut off. <laughs> right, right, that is true. So I mean, so yeah, don't do that. Don't don't be an Amalekite that chops off somebody's head or a rando that chops off somebody's head on right. behalf of David. Very bad idea. Very bad because he's got some weird honor code thing going on, and right. he'll do it his damn self. Exactly. He does not want your help. Thank you. Goodbye. Right. He'll kill you. Yeah. Oh, and didn't some kid get dropped on his head or something? Yeah, some kid got dropped and crippled. Yeah, that. And that, and that happened. And, you know, parentheses voice. Right, right. So. Okay, so that was Second uh, Samuel chapter, which one? That was chapter four, and today we're doing Second Samuel chapter five. All right, let's go read this shit. Okie dokie. Okay, 2 Samuel chapter 5. All right. David made king over Israel. Oh, he's actually going to be made, I mean, oh, again. Damn. Right. Again. Over over all of all of Israel. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. But it doesn't say all, it just says made king over okay, Israel. Okay, but we understand that to mean all of Israel no, I because know. he's just, already king like, of Judah. Dude, made king so many fucking times. He's got to be like, again, really? we got to do this again. Okay, but... It's just that right now he's only king of Judah. The, right. The other people haven't accepted him up until apparently right now. I mean, hypothetically. We're just reading the titles here. Yeah, I mean, just the headlines. We don't know. Okay, ready? Yeah. Maybe it's just Judah and Benjamin. You know? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he's like, gotta, how he's many, make king again after How that. many tribes before they are Israel and the other tribes of Israel aren't? I don't know. Dan's probably going to hold out to last. So. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Then all the tribes of Israel went to David at Hebron and told him, We are your own flesh and blood. Ah. In the past, when Saul was our king, you were the one who really led the forces of Israel. And the Lord told you, You will be the shepherd of my people Israel. You will be Israel's leader. Because, I mean, let's be fair, David killed the tens of thousands and Saul only killed right. the thousands. Exactly. So, I mean, you know. Exactly. So um, they continued speaking to him. So there at Hebron, King David made a covenant before the Lord with all the elders of Israel. Oh, wait. No, never mind. That was not them continuing to speak. Oh, okay. 
I think. What are they? <laughs> no, it's really hard because they have all these quotation marks, and I'm like, wait, where does that quotation mark end? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. So they're done speaking to him. They're done. Okay? Done. Yeah. Now we're the narrator again. Now, okay. okay? Narration. Sorry. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. So there at Hebron, King David made a covenant before the Lord with all the elders of Israel, and they anointed him king of Israel. Okay. David was 30 years old when he began to reign. Yeah, that's pretty, I mean, Finally. I, I, guess, I guess back then that was still kind of old. Right. Well, 30, damn, that seems Finally. long now. Finally, right? yeah. And he had reigned 40 years in all. Wait. Wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry. And he reigned, not he I had was reigned. Like, he's only 30. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck happened there? That's weird. I don't know why I added a word. Oh, because um, I was reading um, a line ahead and that has a had in it. Ah, and whatever. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. You know, sure, I have problems. Sure. No, I just, it didn't, didn't work in my head. No, you know? no, no. He's 30 and then he reigned for 40. I almost got my calculator out, but I was like, wait, that's easy. <laughs> that's I, a negative 10. That, that doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, he had reigned over Judah from Hebron for seven years and six months. And from Jerusalem, he reigned over all Israel and Judah for 33 years. Wow. Okay? Yeah. So, next section. Next section. David captures Zion. Oh. Hmm. What's okay. It? Okay, I've heard I mean, of... Zion is like what synonymous with Israel. Well, I've heard the name Zion, but I don't know what it means. I'm assuming... That it's, like, so Zion kind of means, like, I, I think it's kind of like their home. I, I'd have to do more research. But, like, I'm assuming that it's, they like a, they like David a lot. So, like, I'm assuming that they're going to capture this, like, final piece of the puzzle or something. Okay, so I think maybe um, for our Q&A tomorrow, um, I should look up Zion and do a little bit about that. Because I, I don't know anything about it. Right. I, I don't really either. And I it's mean, a word we me, still use today. And I don't know what it means. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely. Because to me, Zion essentially is interchangeable with Israel. Is it? To, in, in my mind. In my mind. Okay. I don't know that that's true. I'm just okay. saying in my mind, Zion is interchangeable with Israel. But that's probably way off the, the mark. So, so it could just be something Israelish. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm gonna do at least what is Zion in our Q and A for sure. I have no, no fucking I, that idea. That might be the whole fucking thing because right. that's probably a big subject. Right. Okay. So David captures Zion. Ready? Yeah. David then led his men to Jerusalem to fight against the Jebusites. Okay. The original inhabitants of the land who were living there. The Jebusites taunted David, saying, You'll never get in here. Even the blind and lame could keep you out. <laughs> I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What is that from? <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You couldn't remember. You were like... <laughs> I need to watch that movie because it's funny as hell. <laughs> I guess it's about time. We should wait till... I just, when you said taunt him, I'm, I'm just imagining the French guy like going, like, you know, with his hands on his head, going, eh, 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 and like, you know, so, yeah. So they're, they're like making fun. Yeah. For the Jebusites thought they were safe. They thought wrong. Why would anybody think that? Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. It's like, hi, have you read a newspaper? <laughs> no. Did you read the Bible, for God's sakes? <laughs> <laughs> don't you know about David? Right? His and shit his don't stink. Yeah, yeah. Damn. But David captured the fortress of Zion, which is now called the city of David. Oh. Is it? 
Mm. Is it now called that? I mean, he probably just somebody decided. He probably decided that he's like <laughs> probably this, this is David now. I mean, this is David Town, right? Oh, if we had a city named after us, <laughs> it would be Husband Town and Wifeville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Population two. <laughs> On the day of the attack, David said to his troops, I hate those lame and blind Jebusites, in in quotes, because they had said even a lame and blind man could, you know, whatever, beat you. And so he's like, I hate those, quote, lame and, quote, blind Jebusites. Whoever attacks them should strike by going into the city through the water tunnel. That is the origin of the saying. (laughs) Ready? (laughs) Okay. The blind and the lame may not enter the house. You know that old saying, right? Yeah, no, I don't. Is even Saul a prophet now? Right, yeah. (laughs) Well, there was something else, too. There was something about the, what the hell was it? It was, I even made a t-shirt for it, I think. I'll have to look it up because I can't remember what it was now. All right, well. Yeah, they, they like to throw out these. Remember that saying? And that like, old saying. Yeah, no, we nobody does. <laughs> I'm going to make a list of all the old sayings. I'm going to go back and listen yeah. to all of our old episodes, and I'm going to take notes. Yeah. Okay? And you I'm can gonna... probably just do like a word search for the Bible and like look up, remember the saying or whatever, <laughs> and then just find everything that says after that. That could be. Yeah. That could be. So David made the fortress his home, and he called it the City of David. He extended the city, starting at the supporting terraces and working inward. Okay. How do you extend a city if you work inward? I don't know. That's weird, right? Yeah. I don't. How does that? I don't. Yeah. I mean, That's if you work out, that would extend, right? Yeah. But in You're working, doesn't extend working anything. Working inward is opposite extending. Right. Yeah. It's imploding. <laughs> And David became more and more powerful because the Lord God of Heaven's armies was with him. Uh, okay. Okay, next or, section. Or he was just a really good military leader. That's my I'm thinking. Just, you know, that's a hypothesis I'm going to throw out there. The, yeah, I'm with you on so, that. I'm with you on yeah. that. Next section. Okay. Hiram's recognition of David. Then okay. King Hiram of Tyre. Tyre? Tyre? T-Y-R-E. How would you say Tyre. that? Tyre. Sent messengers to David along with cedar timber and carpenters and stonemasons, mm. and they built David a palace. Wow, a motherfucking palace! He's probably gonna kill him for it or something. <laughs> <laughs> and David realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel and had blessed his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. Nobody oh, ever builds is... me a fortress I know, no, I, palace. I'll work on that tomorrow. You will not. No, I won't. You're going to work tomorrow. I know. I'm not doing that. I'm not I'm, building you a palace. I'm going to the movie tomorrow. I'm sorry. Okay, off topic. Totally. Yeah. Me and my sister are going to a movie. Guess what? We're going to go watch. I A movie. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> we're going to go see the Baz Luhrmann um, oh, Elvis what? movie. You're, oh, you suck. Why do I suck? Baz Luhrmann I specifically is, told you I wanted to see that. Okay, but this, this particular creator... <sighs> Uh, 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 my sister and I have loved since Moulin Rouge, and he won us over with his weird music stuff. And no, you don't understand. But this is... who does your sister have an Elvis record? No, this is I not do. about who Elvis. Has an Elvis record? I have an Elvis. This is record. not about Elvis. You Wait, do. It's called Elvis. Okay, but it's about why we're going is not about Elvis. Why but we're the going movie is about yes, Elvis. I hear and you. And who amongst the three of us? Has an Elvis record, you. but me. Okay, but who loves Baz Luhrmann? Me and my sister. I'm just saying. Well, we're going to see it without you. Well, you suck. I mean, I do. 
But so. I want to go see Top Gun Maverick with you. Yeah, I want to see that as well. But like, okay, well, we can't go see all the fucking movies. Why? What? What do you mean? Who's rich? Are you rich? Are you holding out on me? No, no, I'm we not. can't go see all the movies. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna go see the one with my sister, and I'm gonna see the other with you. Okay. Okay. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> Okay, anyway, next section. Yeah. David's children born at Jerusalem. Okay. After moving from Hebron to Jerusalem, David married more concubines and wives. And they had more sons and daughters. More meaning how many exactly? I'm about to name them. Ready? Okay, yeah. These are the names of David's sons who were born in Jerusalem. Okay. Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada and Eliphalet. Okay. That's his sons, and they don't name his uh, daughters because, you know, fuck girl. Right. Fuck girls. Yeah. Girls don't count. Right. If you have a vagina, you're trash. I mean, that's what the Bible thinks. And that's what the Supreme Court thinks, too. Obviously. Yeah. We are not people. La, la, la. You know what? If I'm not a person, I guess that that means I'm not accountable for my behavior, and I could just go, you know... I, I don't know. Not pay taxes. Set, set fire you, to things. You don't have to pay t- I, I, I don't have. Just, I think you should just not pay taxes. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna be person. like, how much? How much of a person do you have to be? Like, I I can't. Ha- you can't have it both ways. If I'm not a person, I have no responsibility. Right. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. David defeats the Philistines. Okay. Again. Again. Some more. more. Okay. Okay. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king of Israel. They mobilized all their forces to capture him. Okay. Makes sense. I mean, sure. I guess. But David was told they were coming, so we went into the stronghold. Yeah, I mean. Some messenger came along and told him, but ran away very quickly so as not right. to get killed. <laughs> I, I hear what you do to messengers, dude. <laughs> that out. is foolishness. Right. The Philistines arrived and spread out across the Valley of Rephaim. So David asked the Lord, hey. Should I go out to fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? (laughs) The Lord replied to David, Yeah, go ahead. I will certainly hand them over to you. Oh, wow. Cool, 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 cool. Easy peasy. Lordy Doodle was in a good mood that day, I can tell you. Just go get them. So David went to Baal Perazim, Zim, Perazim, Mm -hmm. and defeated the Philistines there. I mean, God said he would. (laughs) The Lord did it, David exclaimed. (laughs) He burst through my enemies like a raging flood. You know, <laughs> I I feel like I feel like the guys that fought the war mm-hmm. might take issue with this being attributed to a god, especially the ones who like, died or dude, got maimed. I saw my friend just get his fucking head chopped off. Yeah, and you're attributing the victory to God. Fuck yeah. you, man. Fuck you, hard. Yeah. So he named that place Ball Perizim, which means the Lord who bursts through, burst hmm. like a starburst. Yeah. Let your mouth explode. I'm, I'm with imagining flame, like the Kool Aid guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skittles, taste the rainbow. (laughs) No, that's the wrong one. But, you know, whatever. The Philistines had abandoned their idols there, so David and his men confiscated them. Confiscated them or? Confiscated them. Why would they confiscate them? I don't know. That's odd. I hope that they broke and burned them. Right, because confiscating them does not. I I would have expected. Destroying them. Yeah, I. I thought that they would say that they destroyed them. Right, because they're not supposed to have them. Right. But confiscating them means they have them. In my book. In my book. That's what I would think. So. 
But after a while, the Philistines returned and again spread out across the Valley of Raphim. So they didn't destroy them all that good. They no, they did just not. They kind of destroyed them a little yeah. bit. Are you talking about the Philistines, the Philistines or the idols? Yeah. No, the Philistines. Yeah, they didn't trash them completely. Right. And again, David asked the Lord what to do. Do not attack them straight on, the Lord replied. Instead, circle around behind and attack them near the poplar trees. Yeah, those poplar trees. That's a good place to attack. Yeah. yeah. Circling around behind. Nobody's ever done that before. No. Brand new military, you know, tactics here. Every single time. Why would anybody Every suspect sneaking up from behind? Every single time. How, how would... They, they totally will not notice you all leaving your camp and coming right. up behind. I mean, they won't notice that. No, never. No one's watching you do that. When you hear a sound like marching feet in the tops of the poplar trees, be on the alert. That mm-hmm. will be the signal that the Lord is moving ahead of you to strike <laughs> down the Philistine army. Why do they even have to go if he's going to strike them down for them? Yeah, just get them for me. You go over to Come the fucking on, poplar God. trees and we'll just walk in and take the place after you're done. Yeah. Fuck it. I like it. Why do we got to go march over there and risk our lives? You're going to do it anyways. Right? So David did what the Lord commanded. Of course he did. Yeah, Because right. he's a little boot-licking sure. ass kisser. Yeah. And he struck down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gezer the he end. He struck down the Philistines. Not God. He did. He did. He did. It wasn't those fucking feet tromping the head of them, whatever that it sound was. It wasn't God. It wasn't the feet. David struck them down. But it also wasn't his soldiers. <laughs> Right, just, it was only just him. David. Just David. David and his fucking sling. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that thing. Yeah. And his giant sword. Right, yeah. Okay, that's it. That was the end. All right, well, great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> David's killing people. Awesome. Okay, I whatever. This felt, this felt a bit anticlimactic. It did. I mean, David was already made king at some point. David's been killing people on and off, so like, yeah. whatever. David is king again some more. David kills people again some more. Surprise, surprise. He asks God what to do and God says go kill him. And then they kill him. Because murder's great. I mean, are you shocked? I'm not shocked. No. It's boring at this point. It's kind of the same old shit. Yep. I'm like, yeah, okay. We get it. You know what? I'm tired of David, to be quite honest. I am a little bit too because it's just a boring story. I mean, it's a repetitive story. It's like the same fucking thing. You and know? then David was made king, and he killed people. Oh, God, and then David was made king, and he killed people. Does God still like David? Oh, man, I was worried there for a minute. He, David and God are tight. Right. They're always in love together. All right, well, let's go find out how much in love they are tomorrow, and mm-hmm. we'll finish up today. So tomorrow we will be reading... Or No, wait. No, tomorrow, tomorrow is Q&A. Is Q, you said that earlier, and I totally, like... Missed it. I know. And then, okay, so tomorrow's Saturday, Q&A, and then Sunday is our weekly replay. Right. And then on Monday, we'll be back for 2 Samuel chapter 6. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Q&A then. Bye. Husband. Wife. What's his eye on? Israel? I don't know. I don't either. That was a guess. Saturday That's my guess yesterday, so... But that's what we're doing today? Let's find out. Okay, let's go find out what the fuck Zion is. Okay. All right. Okay, so Zion. Zion. Okay, so I'm really glad that we're talking about Zion because it apparently becomes more of a thing that's mentioned a lot. But we have just crossed our first reference to it. Sure. And it means lots of different things. I I wondered, because it's such a prevalent part of the discussion around Israel Mm -hmm. in current times, as far as, like, 
Zionist and Zion right. and you know all this crap that I don't know really why they're referring to it that way or what it is exactly. Right, exactly. So, That's... I mean, I get the gist of it, right? It's something to do with Israel. It's Israel-centered. It's whatever, but... Well, I'm going to tell you what it is. I, I know you're going to tell me what it is. But it's, I that's... just wanted to give you a little history first that sure. um, it is sprinkled throughout the Old and New Testaments. Okay. And it means different things um, to different people saying it and to different people reading it. Got it. Okay. Yep. So the two basic definitions, here's the first one. It's the hill specifically, like geographically, okay. is the first definition. Okay. Yep. It's the hill of Jerusalem on which the city of David was built, located to the south of Mount Moriah, which is the Temple Mount. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other one, the other definition, um, which is more um, New Testamenty. Okay. Is in Christian thought, it's the heavenly city or kingdom of heaven. Oh. And in the New Testament, Zion refers to God's spiritual kingdom. And um, it's the space in your heart that you reserve for where you um, where you agree um, to believe in God. Okay. And it's another word for heaven. And... That kind of thing. So obviously, there's got to be some sort of like an intermixing between those two thoughts and 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 definitions because mm-hmm. it How does kind of one, all encompasses some idea in people's right. heads. How so. does one become the other? Right. And um, how it becomes the other is I'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Okay. Yep. Let's go back to geography for a sec. Sure. Okay. So the city walls of Jerusalem were rebuilt many many times. And in new locations over the centuries. Okay. Okay. Yep. So the particular hill that is now known or still known as Mount Zion, mm-hmm. it's no longer inside the city walls. Oh, It's wow. still there, but it's no longer in the city walls. Interesting. The location is now just outside the portion of the old city wall, forming the southern boundary of the Jewish, Jewish quarter of the current old city. Okay. Most of the original city of David itself is thus also outside the current wall. Hmm. Okay. So the city of David is still a thing, but, um, again, it's been rebuilt over time. Right. And so what they refer to... And it is referred to today as the city of David and not Zion. Is that correct? Um, again, it depends on who you're asking and why. Okay. Because, um, in the Old Testament, Zion was used as a name... For the city of Jerusalem. Right. Okay. Then it was this the whole land of Judah. And then eventually it became known as the nation of Israel as a whole. Interesting. So over quite time. Quite a development there. Right. Over time. it And from there it developed into the idea of heaven. Got it. Um, It's supposed to be like the perfect place. Sure. And that's how which makes sense because if you go, I mean, just based on what we've read so far of the Old Testament, you know, um, Israel was supposed to be the promised land. It was supposed Mm -hmm. to be this place of milk and honey, exactly. And you know, so it was that perfect place Mm -hmm. um, according to the the Bible, right? So right, so that I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, no, of why it's both a geography, um, a developing geography, and an idea and representation of. Right, just Greatness. somehow this city, state, whatever mm-hmm. word, Zion, became attached to that idea. Right. 
I mean, some somebody might compare it to like the name America. Like yeah. um there's North America, Central America, and South America. But at least for American centric people and for some other English speaking countries, when you say America, almost always people understand that you're referring to the United, the United States. States of America. Right. And I I don't know if no, that's I a think good that, comparison. I think that people in the Americas kind of resent that they a little do. bit. They do. As well, but, they should. Right. Because, so, excuse you, I live in America, too. Right. And it, it's hard to, like, as <laughs> as an American, <laughs> right. it's hard to break away from that idea that you were taught your whole life because you're mm-hmm. taught we're American. Centralism. We, this is America. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there is no... You, you do talk about United States, but we know ourselves as America and Americans. Right. So right. It's, it's really hard to break that. Because... There's the United States of America, the country, and knowing that you're American, versus the continents. And that whole difference is, well, when we say American, we're talking about the United States of America. Right. Like, nobody else outside of the United States of America is American. Right. Even though they do live on American continents. Right, right. So, yeah, it gets very confusing. And that's kind of how the um, word Zion changes over time to mean different things the same way. Sure. So, the location of the temple is the most holy place in the world for the Jewish people. Okay. And being the most holy place is how Christians would... You know, associate it with... Associate it with heaven. And it's seen as the connection between God and humanity. Okay. In Judaism. Yeah. Okay? Sure. Zionism, which you were getting into a little bit. Yeah. Is a modern political movement that started in 1897. Okay. And supported a national home and later a state for the Jewish people in the land of Israel. Okay. That makes sense because that's what I kind of associate it with is that the it's the political movement. Of right. Zionism, of Zionists, you know. And, Zionists. Yeah, and I'd heard of it and I knew it was a Jewish thing, but I just, I had no idea what it meant. Right. I, I really just, it was, you know, not important to me, I guess. It didn't impact my daily life, so well, I didn't a, it's seek kind of a, more information. Not, not being religious, not growing up with religion, mm-hmm. not having it, like, really mean that much to us. It's hard to understand the concept of there's a large group of people that want to religiously hold on to a piece of land somewhere mm-hmm. over in the Middle East right. for this certain group of people. And, and look, they, they actually made that happen. Right, right. Like, that, to me, is, is somewhat crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm like, wow, that that's kind of nutty. But I, I mean, yeah. in a, in a, in know, a not knowing much about it kind of way. <laughs> right. I'm not. I don't want to take away from Israel and their right to exist where they are, and 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 historically, obviously, even based on the Bible and other historical facts, there are reasons to think that this is partially maybe they have some claim to this 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 land. So, and and, and after World War II, I understand even the mindset of giving them this land. You know, so like. It, it all makes sense at some level to me, but at the same time, we're basing this on a God still. Right. Like this this, this right. whole country, this whole country that they are they are dealing with is based on a God that right. they gave to people. Yeah. So. The Zionist movement declared the establishment of the state of Israel in 1948 following the United Nations partition plan for Palestine. So. So they took away land from the Palestinians and said, yeah. here you go. This is yours here's, back here's again. Some, 
I, I'm, I have mixed feelings about it, and you're not supposed to complain or say anything wrong about it, but I just feel like... Well, think of how much shit it started. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, we've been fighting about this since that happened. Right. Like, this has caused major upheaval in, in the Middle East because of this Zionist movement that we've backed as, as right. Americans. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with it because I see what it has caused, and, and it's all based on a religion. You right. Know? And right. I don't want to say that I don't think that they ever, I, you know, I, I'm kind of walking a line here because there, what happened to the Jewish people is a tragedy. Of course. It's an absolute tragedy. And and to say that I don't think that they have the right to exist there would be terrible of me. Right. But at the same time, you can't not talk about this without admitting the horrible situation that it has caused and that for it the is Palestinians. Ca- and that it is still causing. Right. Well, and not just for the Palestinians, but other Middle Eastern countries right. that have claim to this area as well. Like right. this is a contentious area that they procured for the Israels, right? Or the Israelites, or Jewish people as a whole. Right. You know, I mean, it just is. You cannot say that it's not. So, and this is a very touchy subject um, to talk about. Like, you can't, if you say the wrong thing, you get in trouble and, you know, whatever. It's not that you get in trouble. You get painted as being anti-Semitic. Right. And I don't know if this is an anti-Semitic view or not. I don't want to be the person that says, I'm not racist or I'm not anti-Semitic. Because I don't know, maybe I am... Not meaning to, but maybe I do hold some ideas that are not correct. I don't think that. I mean, so I I look at this. I I look at this from a humanitarian standpoint. In my opinion, mm-hmm. and, and again, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. But my opinion is that you know, generally, the people with the big guns are Israel right now over there, and they are shitting on the Palestinians, and they're not working you know real hard to get them a, a clear state of their own, you know, and again, have they done terrorism? Sure. But if you were, if you were held hostage in a, in a land that used to be your own, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you feel upset too? Well, of course. I, I, that's just, I can't imagine, I can't even imagine what they go through. I can't, I I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely, this is something that I think we've discussed, you and I, that we want to dig into this more as far as that relationship Mm -hmm. down the road through this podcast, because I want to understand it as much as I possibly can, especially given the material that we're reading. Right. Because I think it's very, very important to understand this as a present tense understanding of what um, the Bible is about, what it is doing, how it sits with current historical events and recent historical events. Right. It's very important. And I I didn't really expect that I was going to be um, relating any of this to modern day geography and politics, quite honestly. When we started this podcast, I had no idea that (laughs) I would be... That was all my fault. I, I went there, so... No, I mean you know it's no, not this episode. Oh, 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 this oh, oh. podcast oh, as Bible. a whole. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I just I was expecting like we're just reading the Bible and we're reading Bible stuff. Period. Well, we, you and I have talked before, and history is ever present. Like you can right. trace so many things back, so many generations, and and the Bible is just one more of those things right. that takes us back way further than a lot of the things that we've discussed, like slavery and. And, you know, different things that affect us still to this day in our country. Mm-hmm. But the Bible still affects us from thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. Very much so. 
It shouldn't, so. but it does. The fact of the matter is it does. Right. So it's still relevant. Things that happened thousands of years ago are still relevant because of our current take on what religion is and how it is treated. Right. Exactly. So, so getting back on track, though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I went way off the rails. Zion is one of the names according to Jerusalem in Arabic and Islamic tradition. So I found that interesting because, remember I told you it depends, what Zion is depends on who you're asking and whether you're talking about geography or history or Christianity or, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. Um, within the Latter-day Saint movement, Zion is often used to connote a peaceful ideal society and it has to do with a lot of saints and stuff. Similar ideals to mm -hmm. what, yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Um, the origin of the word seems to predate the Israelites. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, there was some mention of Hittites and um, a bunch of other people that I didn't mark down because... Well, we talked about early on that, you know, the Israelites may have sprung from mm -hmm. one of these other groups in that, that same the area Canaanites. too. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it's not... Anyway, they there was there was definitely intermixing because even in the Bible there was intermixing between these right, groups. Right. As much as they don't want to admit it, they do still admit it. Right. So exactly, it's there. You know? It is there. So I don't know where the word itself came from. Sure. And and most scholars today don't either. Got it. Got it. Um, today Mount Zion refers to a hill south of the old city's Armenian quarter, not to the Temple Mount. Got it. Got so, it. Okay. they're separate. Got it. And, most interesting, final fact of the day. Yeah. King David's tomb is located upon the hill currently called Mount Zion. Interesting. So, do we actually know that that is actually King David's tomb, I guess? Apparently. That's really kind of cool. I mean, we haven't got to David dying yet, so... Right, right. I didn't go look into that more, but I will file that away as something yeah, to no, check I mean, out. That, I mean, at least for maybe the end of the... The whole David thing, you know, yeah. like that might be really interesting to look into because sure. if we actually know where this dude is buried, like for real, yeah, like that's get the fuck out of here. Pretty fucking cool, right? Historically speaking, you know, like like I don't know if his bones are in there, but it is believed that his that is his actual, that is his tomb. Yeah, that is where people would go to celebrate or right whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I I'm not about religion. I'm not about gods, but historic history. Yeah. History to me is, I love, 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 love history. I have developed and a love I for think, history. I think that that would be, just based on how much we've dug into this kind of stuff, it would be really cool for me to go see that, I think. Just, yeah. just to like, be like, huh. wow, that's we that's read about that. We read know? about like, that guy. That's from thousands of, that's from thousands of years ago. Right, right. Like, that's, that's just amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. That was all. I was just, you know. Well. That's all I got for you today. Okay. Well, I'm not going to go any further on about my I feel like, history. I feel like I might have stuff. opened more doors than I closed. I think you might have. Yeah. I, I, I'm definitely like <laughs> more intrigued to learn more about it now. But that's what this is about. This is yes. about making the journey and, and finding out what we can find out about things. So, And we will be reading more about Zion both in the Old and New Testament. So um, let's try to keep a... Reminder in our heads of what, what Zion, Zion is. And, yeah. Okay. But yeah. for now, it's interchangeable with uh, Jerusalem. Sure. Okay. Yep. All right. 
Well, that was our Q&A, and uh, tomorrow we are doing our book club. Yes. And we will be doing our... Um, weekly replay. Weekly replay, yes. Mm-hmm. And then on Monday we will be back with Second Samuel chapter... Six. All right. But as far as the uh, book club goes, if you are going to keep up, um, we are reading through page 32 of... Asimov's Guide to the Old Testament and New Testament. Yeah, so if you've been slacking, get on that shit right now. I'm about halfway <laughs> through the reading, so guess what I'll be doing. <laughs> I, know, I know what you'll be doing. All right, we will uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Yep, bye. Husband. Wife. It's, um, it's... Sacrilegious Book Club? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I know. You looked like you needed help. <laughs> I did. I was panicking because I was like, it's not Q&A. It's, it's not. not it's Saturday. It's not the other thing, anything else. No. Yeah, this is new. It's new. That's why I couldn't remember what it was called. Right. Yeah, I'm the perfect book club. I'm the perfect person to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sacrilegious book club. So do you want to remind everybody what we're book clubbing? Yeah, we are covering Asimov's Guide to the Bible. The Old Testament and the New Testament. And which uh, pages were we supposed to read this week? We are covering pages 15 through 32 because last time we did the introduction, which took up the first 15 pages. And in our case, I should say by we, I mean you. Right. Because I didn't read them. (laughs) No, you didn't read them. I'm telling you about it. You're telling me about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, uh, you ready to go ahead and get into this? I am. All right. Let's do it. Okay, before we actually leap into the book itself, uh-huh. I'm going to tell you a couple things. Go Just a couple? Just a couple. Okay. So, the book itself is eminently readable. Like, very approachable. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's not really work, per se. Well, that's cool. So, yeah. I really like it. Um, I wish more uh, history books were written in this style. Right. Because it... it you could tell that he's interested in sharing the information. I, I mean, I think that people that are interested in history and enjoy it can make them interesting. Right. So. Right. We've had this discussion before. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to put it out there. This book is really readable. Got it. Got it. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say was a caveat to that, which is that he's got each book of the Bible split up into several smaller sections. Okay. And sometimes one section will refer to something in a different section. Got it. So I've tried my best to pull those things out and put them where I feel like they should go. So my notes, as I took them, yeah. Um, like if he mentioned something about the Bible itself, I took that out of that section and put it into my notes about the Bible itself section. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, I mean, maybe I'll get it better once. Sure. But I'll probably understand it better once you get into it. Okay. So. Well, I just wanted to, to say um, we're covering pages 15 through 32, and um, the topics are... Wait, 15 through 32? Pages 15 through 32. What happened to 1 through 15? We literally just covered this in the intro. Oh. The first 15 pages were the introduction oh. of the book. Sorry, it's been a while since we did the intro. <laughs> My bad. So anyway, um, the sections that we covered within that are Genesis, the Word, God, the Seventh Day, the Lord God, Man, Eden, uh, the Euphrates River, the Serpent, 
and Eve. Wow. Okay. Okay. So sometimes he'll tell you the history of something. Yeah. And it'll be not about that word. It'll be about the Bible itself. Gotcha. That's what I mean to say. Okay. And so I took that out and, and put it in a different section. So as I'm going through these sections, they're not always in the same order as the book is written. Okay. They, I try to make them cohesive to myself. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. what I was trying to convey. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So some general notes is the Bible was put into writing no earlier than the 9th century BCE. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's the earliest that any portion of it would have been put into writing. Old Testament or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Got it. Several strands were written several centuries later, and I'll get into those strands in a bit. Okay. Okay. One of them you're aware of, the Deuteronomistic history. Right, right. The priestly hands. Yep. Okay. Um, they were unified. All these different strands were unified and put together into the current form as we know them today in the 5th century BCE. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm sure that you know this. I'm sure that everybody knows this. But um, it started out in Hebrew and then was translated into Greek and from there into Latin and from there into the English as we know it today. Got it. What is, like, why do you always hear Aramaic referred to as the Bible? Do you know? um, It's just another language that it was. For some reason I thought that was the original one, I guess. Um, but I, I honestly don't know. I'm not going to speak. But out apparently, of my ass. as far as written, as this far is as the way written, it goes. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would imagine that the Aramaic was around the same time as the Hebrew. Okay. But I could be wrong. All right. And and like I said, I don't want to talk out of my ass. Sure. Maybe that's a subject for another day. <laughs> right. Right. You know, Q and A yeah. to the book club. Right. Right. Okay. So the book of Genesis is what we're starting out with. Okay. And we're not going to cover the whole thing today because. We're only covering 17 pages. Right, right. Okay. So Genesis starting on, um, the the topic Genesis starts on page 15. Okay. And the Hebrew name of the book is literally in the beginning. Gotcha. And the reason for that is that um, the Greeks used to, um, or I'm sorry, the Hebrew used to take the name of the first words of the book, and that's what they would oh. call their document. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. So that's what that's what uh, you know when you're saving your document in Word. That's what it does. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, the Greek translation is from the Hebrew. Yeah. Is based on the work of seventy scholars, and that's why you will sometimes see it referred to as the Septuagint. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen that and not knew what that meant. So right. Right. Thought that was interesting. Yeah. And the Greek translation moved from the Hebrew tradition of using the first word of the book as the title to more descriptive names instead. Got it. So it was the Hebrew. They wanted to make it SEO'd for the, the Bronze Age. Right. You could think of or the, the... the Iron Age, whatever time that was. Right. You could think of the Hebrew as um, the word document style <laughs> right. and the Greek as the SEO style. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first five books of the Bible are attributed to Moses, which we knew. Right. But... They're not written by Moses. Right. Um, they they are referred to as, or Genesis is referred to as the first book of Moses called Genesis. Okay. That's, that's what it was originally called. Got it. Okay. And then 
Um, it's also called Mosaic Law, or the first five books are called the Mosaic Law. Okay. Mosaic being Moses. Right, Not, right. not mosaic, mosaic tiles on right. the ground. Yeah. Um, and it, it goes from Mosaic Law to the Law, which is what the Hebrew called the Torah. Okay. And so I think we covered this before in a Q&A, where... Sometimes when they're referring to the law, they're referring to the Torah, the first five books. Got it. And sometimes when they say the Torah, they're referring to the law in general, the whole thing. So. Gotcha. Just, you have to understand from context what they mean when they say the law. Right. So, we know that the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, are... In Greek, the Pentateuch. Right. And that's what we know of it as today. Yeah. But early on, Joshua was often included with those first five books. And so it was referred to the Greek Hexateuch. Got it. Yeah. I think we had kind of heard that back. I mean, like, some seemed like we had touched on that at one point. I don't point. recall it, but I might have recently mentioned it having read this. Or maybe we commented on it. Like, it seemed like it... I don't know. I felt like we covered that sort of at one point, but... I don't know. Could be wrong. You're probably wrong. I usually am. <laughs> it's now accepted that the creation tale as, you know... Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Is a version of the Babylonian creation myth following the Babylonian exile in the 6th century BCE. In the 6th century BCE. Mm-hmm. Huh. Which we're not there yet. Okay. All right. We haven't reached the Babylonian exile. Got it. Okay. Yeah. We're getting there. Okay. We're headed there. So, at some point, they're going to get exiled from Babylon, and it's referred to as the Babylonian exile. Okay. And um, Asimov made a note that he refers to things as pre-exilic and post-exilic, hmm. meaning pre-exile, post-exile. Got it. Okay. So, um, the myth the creation myth was created um pre-exile but came from the babylonians got it okay okay yeah so that is it for the word genesis okay, okay? yep now we're moving on to the second little topic okay god <laughs> the okay? second little topic right <laughs> um <laughs> i mean and it's it's brief he keeps it brief <clears throat> okay okay yep um the hebrew for God or gods is Elohim. Right, which okay? was the early on God. Right, except that, that as as Asimov describes it, the Hebrew word yeah. actually referred to small g, gods plural. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because early religions were always polytheistic. Interesting. Yeah, so Elohim was never a big guy he god. He was just part of the gods. It was... It was not a man. It, I mean, it was not an entity. Got it. It was just... Just gods. The groups of gods. Got it. Got it. The gods. Okay. Elohim. I see. So... The collective, so to speak, of... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, later on, it got translated into God! Right. That explains <laughs> some of the wording they used early mm -hmm. on, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it was a little bit confusing the way... like. It, it it explains why they said God so much and stuff like that right. early on. Right. And I will get into when we reach the Lord God in just a minute here. Okay. Um, but that's it for topic number two. Oh, okay? wow. Okay. Yeah. Topic number three, the seventh day. Okay. Okay. Yep. 
Um, by the way, I should I meant to be giving page numbers as I went through. Oh. Um, Genesis was page 15. God started on page 17. And now the seventh day, the third topic, starts on page 18. Got it. Okay. Okay. So after six acts of creation took place over the course of six successive days, yep. there was the Sabbath. Right. Right? And it was a day separated from the ordinary days of the week. Sure. And it was dedicated to God, right? Yeah. Except that in early early days, yeah. um, the Sabbath was barely mentioned at all. It was no big deal. Interesting. It played a very small role, was hardly mentioned at all prior to the Babylonian exile. Interesting. Right? That's that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I know. That, that's the way I felt throughout this whole thing, going, huh. So. Okay. And just to reiterate, this is all Asimov's research. Okay? Right, 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 right. So. Yeah. I don't know. Grain of salt, but, well, but Asimov I mean, is well my, researched. I've heard, I've heard from multiple people that this is a, he's done a really great job with right. this research so right i just don't want to get in trouble by saying that these are facts right these are facts well, as presented by asimov we're talking about gods and god right the, the to throw out facts quote unquote like come on now right like we're, we're discussing ideas about this book about this concept sure right so i'm just, I'm just covering my ass That's yeah all. no i got you that's all it comes down to <laughs> okay topic number four is the lord god and that section starts on page 19. Okay. Okay, so we're cruising right along here. Yeah. Okay. So remember when I told you that there were several strands? Yes. Okay. So the priestly hands, um, the um, Deuteronomistic guys, Yeah. Um, they refer to that as the P strand. Like yep. They designate it with a P. Okay. And it's used to designate portions of the Bible that are attributed to post-exilic priestly hands. Got it. Okay, so it. post so after, they came back and they, after they, the Babylonian They made exile. it look the way they wanted to at that point. Right. 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 New versions of the creation followed the P version, the P document. Yeah. Okay. Now, the term Lord God usage. Yeah. As opposed to the prior use of God. Right. Right. In the Elohim so, sense. Yeah. So that's. This is when we first start seeing Lord God used all of a sudden. We're transitioning into the Yahweh God? Is that essentially... And that is my very next note. Okay. Is um, the Hebrew YHVH right. equals the word Lord. Right. Okay. And it was mistakenly translated as Jehovah. Yeah, which is where you get to Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. and, or Witnesses, yeah. The more accurate would have been Yahweh. And I've heard that used in, in churches before that are m by um, more learned scholarly sure. pastors. Yeah. Um, Adonai is another word, and that means little L, Lord. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's separate from the YHVH capital L, Lord. Okay. Okay. And it's not, Adonai is not God's specific name. Okay. Okay. So... The God Yahweh equals the Lord God. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we see all the different names being messed around with each other. Right. And right. just bad translations and people not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. And then you get a King James version with Paul well, added in. And you, I distinctly remember when we first started this podcast in the Genesis, there was multiple contradictions right up, the, right mm -hmm. off the bat because. Mm -hmm they had two different stories. So one of those is going to be the Deuter 
do the, the P version. Right. Coming back and redoing things the way they want to. But mm-hmm. it probably, as you said, or as Asimov says, it wasn't as prominent before that was done, apparently. Right. So it was a whole different creation story at that point. Exactly. Until the P version came back in exactly. and fixed it. That's or why we see... Fixed it, I mean, by edited it. That's why we see the contradictions in what was created on what day. Right, right. So getting back into the strands, there's the J document, which was a strand of early tradition using Jehovah, and that was about 9th century. Okay. And conveniently, it was also the bit that was used for Judah, the um, the land of Judah. Got not, it. Not the person, the land. Sure, sure. So the J document is Jehovah and Judah. Okay. okay. Yeah. The E document, the E strand, is a strand of early tradition that uses Elohim. Hmm. And conveniently, um, that one was used in the 10th century, and Ephraim is the one that they used. Okay. Which is Israel. 10th century BCE, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. this is, that was that was what was used in the, the word of mouth. That was, mm-hmm. uh, because you said it didn't get written down until the 9th century BCE. Right. So uh, the Elohim God didn't ever make it into the actual written other than hand-me-down tales, essentially. Well, no, um, the 9th century, oh, yeah, 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 no, you're right, you're Well, right. no, you said, never mind, I take that back. I think you said that it was, in its current form, mm-hmm. happened in the 9th century or something like yeah. that. So yeah. maybe it was written in some I don't know, I get forms. confused when we start talking about the BCE <clears throat> because, you know, it's negative numbers. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I know. So, just think of it as the J document uses Jehovah, and it's the Judah part, like, with um, David and all of them. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And the E document is, they use Elohim in Ephraim, which is Israel. Got it. Okay? Yep. And so, you know, the two of them got smashed together. Sure. And the kingdom was destroyed in 8th century BCE. Okay. And... They were incorporated into the J tradition, and you got all these duplications. That's where the duplicated stories come into play. Got it. Got okay? it. Okay? Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of knew that, but now we really know it. Right. So, the P document combined the J and E versions plus the P material that they added. Right. And that equals the current Genesis story. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, that just basically broke down what we already knew. Sure. But yeah. still interesting to reiterate. Yeah, definitely. Okay, next section. Okay. Number five, man. And that starts on page 21. Okay. Okay? Yep. So, the Hebrew word for man is Adam. Oh, okay. Right? And it, they <laughs> meant it as mankind, not like one specific entity not person. Not this dude over here. Right. Right. Exactly. And that reminds me of uh, when we were watching um, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And the captain's name, or whatever Brinky was, his name was Adama. Right. And it was from the this. biblical. Yeah. Now the J version. Remember the Jehovah one from Judah. Um, they so- said that the human beings were shaped out of clay. So that's from that strand. Gotcha. Because. Um, there's also the one that said that humans were, um, that he just breathed life or whatever. Well, there was one, the one that we read, I think was dust. Like oh, yeah, dust. yeah, yeah, dust, dust. So. So, um, the soul is 
um, or let me rephrase that. The Hebrew word for soul is nefesh, which means breath. Got it. Okay. And they did say that was said, like he breathed life into, right? you know, humans. So those are the two, that's why we have the two different versions. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Moving right along. Next section. Number six, Eden. Okay. okay. And that starts on page 22. All right. The garden thereof. Yeah. It's not actually the garden itself. The garden is a place within Eden. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Eden, Eden was a land which had a garden in it. Okay. So, All right. And Eden, the place, not the garden. Right. Is located, was located somewhere east of Canaan. East of Canaan. So Canaan was, was Israel, right? Yeah. Essentially. Essentially, so, yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense because they, they think, like... They think it's between the Tigris and the Euphrates, I think. is. I'm about to get into that with our very next section. So if you want to hold that thought, that's all I had for um, Eden. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Because then we get into number seven, the Euphrates River. Um, That section starts on page 24. Okay. And um, the final editor of the Deuteronomistic History Guys. Yeah. Um, they they tried to explain where Eden was located by using the junction of important rivers. It's not just the Tigris and the Euphrates. Got it, got okay? it, yeah. So um, in those verses that describe where Eden is located, um, there's several um, pieces of scripture, several verses, and there are rivers listed in those. I don't know if you recall. Vaguely, yes. Yeah, and um, the... The rivers were listed from least well-known to most well-known. Okay. Okay. Kind of like how an address, a street address would be. Right. They're narrowing it down by... Well, like we start with our house number, then we go to street number, then we go to um, the town or city that it's in, and then from there we're like, you know, in Dayton area. Right. And then in Ohio, and then in United States. Sure. So that's the way it was listed. So... um, Um, What Asimov did was talk about these in reverse order. Okay. So, And I'm mentioning that in case somebody is reading along and wonders why, um, or isn't reading along, I should say, but is reading the verses and is like, hey, you're doing these in the wrong order. Right, right. Um, I'm doing these in the order that Asimov listed them in. Sure. Okay. So the last one listed would be the most well-known at that time, and that would be the Euphrates. Got it. Okay? Yeah. It's the longest river in southwestern Asia, and it flows for 1,700 miles. Got it. And it's slow and easy to manage for irrigation of, say, gardens. Right. And they used that. Sure. Okay? So the next one, the third river mentioned, is the Hidekel, or Hidekel. Okay. I didn't realize when we were reading this, that is the Tigris. Got it. Because I remember when we were reading this, that I was like, oh, I know the Euphrates, but I thought it was the Tigris and the Euphrates and a fertile crescent between them. And what is this? Yeah. Um, The Genesis mentions Hedekal, but that is the Tigris. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it skirts the city of Asher of Assyria, and it runs for 1,150 miles. Okay. And it is very turbulent and unnavigable. Got it. Okay? Yeah. And there's kind of a reason I'm telling you this, because that's how they identify the rivers. Got it. Okay? So the second 
um, one mentioned is the Gihon. Okay. Yep, I remember that. Same. And some people say that that's probably the Nile. Asimov and many other scholars don't think don't that's think, the case. Don't think Got that's it. the case. Okay. Um, the Nile encompasses a land to the uh, south of Egypt. Right. And that's um, not or south that's, of Egypt or Israel. South of Egypt. Oh, okay. All and right. um, they say that that's part of why it can't be the Nile because the river that's being described doesn't fit that. Got it. Okay doesn't fit that description sure sure um it's more likely that it's a now gone tributary of the tigris got it okay yep and the first one that they mention is Pison. okay or Pishon, depending on which language sure and um it was thought by many that it was the indus which i'm not familiar with that river but right. that's a river today um it Compasses the land of Havila, which I'll get into in just a second. Okay. Which was a land of wealth. Got it. And so a lot of people were like, land of wealth? Probably they're talking about India. But they wow. they weren't, though. Yeah. Okay. So, like, their geography, scholars' geography, trying to place these four rivers is so bad. I was going to say that they were all over the fucking place. They were. Yeah. Yeah. So... What we think now, we, not me, we scholars, sure, um, is that Eden may be located somewhere in Samaria, or may have been located somewhere in Samaria. Okay. Um, the word Eden in Sumerian meant plain, not like boring plain, but like the plains of... Right, okay. Great plains, whatever. The great the, plains, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Hebrew word for Eden was delight. And enjoyment. Okay. So, with a coincidental name combination, we got um, the Magic Garden of Delight. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And um, Eden may have represented a Sumerian nostalgic longing of a time when they still reigned. Okay. Um, because um, they were like... Um, they, they were doing all this agriculture and stuff, and looking back, you know, like, oh, we used to be hunters and gatherers and right. in the Euphrates, or, or not Euphrates, in Eden, you know, on the plains of Eden. And, right, right. You know, so kind of like how we, some, some Americans refer to the good old days of America, and mm. they leave out the parts where the good old days, women couldn't vote, and, you know, people, people of color people. were... Um, considered three-fifths of a person and were owned by other people. Right. And, you know, yeah. So nostalgia is not always a good thing because you see it through rose-tinted glasses. Sure. Yep. So, okay, next section. The serpent, number eight. The serpent, and that section starts on page 31. So we're almost done here. All right. Okay. Yep. So um, the serpent really is a motiveless or, at best, a... a Entity possessing a delight in mischief. Okay, that's how he started out originally. Okay. But it wasn't until post-exile times the Jews equated the serpent with Satan, the spirit of evil. Got it. So when it was originally written, it was just like a mischief god. Right. Like, think Loki. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Or, you know, that would be at best. Sure. Otherwise, it was just like, 
whatever. Not right. a big deal. Just part of the story. Yep. The, it's the only other time in the entire Bible besides Balaam's talking ass that the Bible mentions talking animals. Hmm. That's it. That's interesting. Just the serpent and, and just Balaam's the ass. ass. That's yep. interesting. Yeah. Okay, so now we are moving on to the final section that we covered. Okay. Number nine, Eve. And that starts on page 31. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, civilizations built around agriculture likely viewed their work as slavery versus the old days of freedom and hunting and gathering, which I just said. Mm -hmm. And Eve was, um, the Hebrew word for Eve was Hava or Hava. Okay. Which is similar to Haya, which meant to live. Okay. So that's why, um, they think that Eve, like, we don't know where the word Eve came from. Got it. Um, but it's likely that um, it was just some messed up translation Got over, it. The, over the ages. Sure. That's funny that such a prominent mm -hmm. name mm -hmm. thing, just a mistake. Right. So. Um, a lot of these words that we don't know their origins probably came from Sumeria. Yeah. And Sumeria has no other language like it. Okay. So that makes it further confusing. Got it. Got it. I want to end this with two quotes from the book okay. that I thought were really pertinent. Sure. And these both came from the that last section. Okay. The biblical writers searching for the meaning they felt ought to be in all names would spot a resemblance to some Hebrew word or phrase and invent an explanation around it. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't say. So there's that. And then um, further down, he said, this is an example of folk folk etymology. Okay. In which the Bible abounds. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Where they kind of make up the story to fit um, what they think they know. Right. Right. And then it just... Like, like we have word etymology, the history of words. This is the history of folk tales. Sure. Yep. Is what he's saying. I gotcha. Yeah. Is just based on language. Yep. So that is it for the first um, pages 15 through 32. And next time, next Sunday, we will be reading pages 33 through 48. We're still in the book of Genesis. And the topics that we will cover will be Cain and Abel, Nod, Enoch of Cain, Seth, and then Enoch of Seth, Ararat. Ham, Japheth, and Cush. Awesome. Sounds good. Okay. Yep. Uh, so today is Sunday? It is Sunday. Sunday. So you, you, got, you can move right along to our weekly replay. This will be in it at mm -hmm. the very end. Mm -hmm. And um, also tomorrow we'll be back with... Um, Second Samuel chapter 6. Yep. So we'll see you guys later. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. 
Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.